This week, everything we do, we do for Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. This is Body Counts and Beer. Welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am still John Rooney Taylor. And this week, get your flaming arrows and ropes and very light statues ready because we're discussing the 1991 Kevin Reynolds classic. Kevin Reynolds. That's right. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves! Why, Patrick, is there another more famous Kevin that is involved in this movie in some way? (laughs) Not that I know of, certainly. Kevin Freeman? Mm, Kevin uh, Klein? Kevin Dunn? Kevin Slater? Kevin Rickman? We're naming other Kevins, like real Kevins, but you're giving Kevin to people whose name is not Kevin. Yeah, that's cheating. He's just putting other last names. I can do that. No, like yeah, like Hulk Kevin Balea Hulgan. Yeah, yeah, that's a real Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, Kevin Cruz. Guys, I'm gonna blow your minds. All names are made up. Whoa. Anyway, subscribe to my newsletter. It's just a transcript of uh, Chapo Trap House podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so this week, as uh, I just said, we're discussing the Kevin Costner 1991 uh, adventure-themed classic. Uh, No, the genre of this movie is long. (laughs) (laughs) Commercial product. (laughs) Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves begins like... All movies do with English oh. tapestries. Yep. Yeah, a little bit of the old tapestry action. Some slow zoom, some slow pan. Oh, there's some Latin. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Love really that Latin. They're hey, really give real it... quick. Latin. Get a Y and a W in your alphabet, you idiots. So Whoa. true. So true. Expecting the V and the J to pull double duty. That's selfish and stupid. No wonder your dumb civilization burned out. Also, learn to use a K. How yeah. else do you record strikeouts? Fucking dummies. Come on. Worthless. What do you do? Also, get on vaccinations. That's going to be real important. Oh, mercy. No kidding. We're sending this podcast back in time, right? Yeah. Yes. With some, like, band-aids and neosporin. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're going to need it. Uh, I'm going to send it back with, uh, like, an (laughs) AK-47. Back with time-traveling Rambo. (laughs) Uh, So it begins with, yeah, like, a bunch of... Ken Burns panning over old English tapestries. And zooming. And, and unzooming. unzooming. And unzooming. And the only thing it's missing is a voiceover narration going, My dearest Sarah, the Yankee army is coming for me. I loves you so, but I will fight for my right to persecute those I believe are less than me. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry, that was my ringtone. My alarm just went off. It's time to take my medicine. I don't have you to remind me like I do nightly when I'm at home in bed. Uh, don't spoil Conan. I've got it TiVo'd. Ah, yeah, important. Love Bertrand. I love that, like, 
we just added a bunch of anachronisms to a racist civil war letter, and yet it's somehow still sadly pertinent today. Yeah, it works. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's definitely an email that somebody has sent in the last month. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, to, we get a little backstory courtesy of white text, black background. Uh, basically just like, oh, Richard the Lionheart is doing the Crusades thing. You know that thing that the, the guys did. Yeah. Yeah. They and crusaded. Yeah, they caped crusaded. Yeah. Wait, guys, is Batman a Christian crusader? <laughs> oh, I went to Cape Fear with that, and I was like, that's not the name of the movie. I went to Darkwing Duck with that, actually. Let's get dangerous, you guys. What kind of crusader was he? Uh, uh, well, I know that when there's trouble, you call DW. That's true. Uh, he was a Drake Mallard. I know that. He hang out with Gyro Duck sometimes. And Gizmo. Yeah. Yeah. And that duck that was also a Robocop. That's Gizmo Duck! That's no. Gizmo. Or Gyro Duck or one of them, yeah. One of them. Gizmo was the, the lady from uh, the Rescue Rangers. Okay, Ooh. then it's Gyro Duck. Yes, yeah. he was. Who was also on DuckTales. Woohoo. Yes. Guys, what was the point of Rescue Rangers? They were rangers who rescued. Not to derail this right away, but uh, fucking Jungle Book mixed with fucking Moonlighting? No, 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 that's Tailspin. Oh, yeah, that's Tailspin. And also, that was awesome. What are you talking about? Yeah, Rescue Rangers is Chip and Dale. Yeah. Right, it was Magnum P.I. and Indiana Jones. Yes, there you go, there you go. See, now you're on it, and they had a cast of lovable characters. All right, like th- that lady and the heavy guy. His name was Monterey Jack. Monterey Jack, that's right. What was his yeah. deal? He was a Yukon Cornelius type <laughs> character. <laughs> Except he hung out with the Rescue Rangers. I think he also wore the um, like uh, he, stocking cap. Yes, yeah, yeah. He also, I believe, wore a launch pad mm. McQuack style like uh, old-timey flight helmet. Uh, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I don't remember any of this. That's for the best. I'll tell you this. The Rescue Rangers Nintendo game was rad as hell. Yes, it was. It was one of the few two-player co-op platformers, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes, it and baller. and you could hit each other. Yeah, you, you could. could pick each other up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, also the Darkwing Duck game, very good. You know, I never played that one. It was kind of like Mega Man, but with a Darkwing Duck. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So yeah. when you kill Dark, like when you kill one of the Beagle Boys, you take his power. The Beagle Boys was fucking Ducktail. But they all take place in Duckburg. No, they very, they very much don't. Yeah, because the Darkwing Duck takes place in the seedier Duckburg, Duckfum. Correct. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> No, I refuse in the state to acknowledge of this. Yeah. I refuse to acknowledge all of this. No. We're moving on. <laughs> Robin Hood, played by Kevin Costner, is in a jail in 1194 in Jerusalem. Yeah, he uh, He's got a big old gnarly beard and hair, and he's with his buddy Peter, who's another crusader. And uh, I have already forgotten this part of the They're about to be tortured. Peter's gonna get his hand cut off for nipping bread. And pumpkin eating, if I recall. Yeah, absolutely true. Huge crime back in old time (laughs) Jerusalem. No pumpkin eating. The pumpkin was sacred. It gave you shelter and fuel. Right. And it was a sin to kill one. Kept away all the winter ghosts. Correct. That's why we call (laughs) carve spooky faces in them. Yeah. 
keep away them winter ghosts. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Robin Hood... Would that be like the, the, the Scrooge ghosts that visit upon you three visions of Absolutely. your past, present, and future? Right. Because they did only good. Ooh. I don't know why you want to scare them away. Ooh. You want to invite them into your home. But there was all that part where you had to relive all your mistakes. Yes, yeah, so you can learn from them and also, then make also, an orphan by a goose. There was that whole huge part where I was just like brought down about the, you know conditions for other humans i do uh object to having to hear what people are saying behind your back on christmas eve oh i know right the worst it's rough yeah and you know the big resolution is that you have to hang out with your nephew oh but you but but you do get kermit true you do get kermit there's that yeah that's true all right. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> Robin Hood. Uh, Robin Hood's oh, like. Are we still in Jerusalem? Yeah, Robin Hood's like, I'll I cut off my hand instead, and they strap him down, and he looks the guy with the sword right in the eye, and he goes, "This is English courage in the least English accent ever." ever. Oh yeah, he is straight up Matthew McConaughey in this movie. He oh, is yeah. Iowa born and bred. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's the same voice he uses in Field of Dreams. Correct. Right? When he's like, let's play catch, daddy. This movie is insane with its accents. Oh, yeah. They're they all are over the place. All, all over, the, over place. the place. And it's to the point where, like, it's a good 45 minutes until we actually get to an actor with a genuine English accent in this movie. And by that point, it sounds fake. Right. Right. It's like it's too real. Right? Like, my ear is so attuned to garbage... Yeah. That it just can't pick out, like, yeah, the genuine article. <laughs> it's like st- like you spend all day, like, uh, staring at, you know, like, banana peels and crushed up cans. And then somebody hands you a brick of gold and then you're just like, what is this horse shit? And you throw it away. <laughs> like, what is going on in your life that you're locked up for hours at a time staring at banana peels and soda cans. I'm poor! <laughs> gotcha. I thought it was a terrible uh, Mario Kart mishap. Oh, yeah. No. No. I remember all those games of Mario Kart where I threw crushed up soda cans at people. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were winning too good. No, you just don't understand that Mark Moonlights is Grape Ape. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a gorilla for sale, or is that someone else? No, that's McGilla. That's McGilla Gorilla. Yeah. Who's Grape Ape? Grape Ape's the giant purple ape from Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Wow, I must I believe have he is one. once represented by Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. That sounds about oh, right. That sounds about right, yeah. yeah. There's a whole season of that that I, need, that I just missed. <laughs> that's what happens when you have nine-minute episodes. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I got up to get a beer and they were at the season finale and I was like, what the hell? Oh, shit. <laughs> Why is Space Ghost here? So they go to cut off Kevin, uh, they cut Kevin, Kevin Hood's Kevin hand. Kevin yeah. They go to cut off Robin Hood's hand. He uh, yanks it back at the last second and then they, him, Peter, just start beating up jailers and stuff and everyone's like, all the locked up guys are like, save us! And he tries to save one guy and he can't. But Morgan Freeman, who's been hanging out this whole time watching, just keeping a watchful eye, is like, Christian, save me! I can help you. And they, for some reason, they only tied me up with leather straps. Right, yeah. <laughs> Because uh, so, he seemed very trustworthy. A lot of this was on the honor system. I think they just ran out of chains. <laughs> That's true. Chains weren't cheap. Yeah, yeah, they were expensive back then. So they, uh, he cut. He finally cuts Morgan Freeman loose, and they 
they run and escape, and they go out into the to the street. Uh, Peter gets shot by an arrow, and he he says, "Give this ring to my sister Mary." And he's like, "I'm gonna do that, dude." He's like, "Now I will sacrifice myself," and he just runs off to fight three guys and get killed. Yeah. Well, it's out of focus in the background, so for all we know, he's still alive and kicking in Jerusalem. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, so. It could be. We no. don't super know. It could be like a talented Mr. Ripley situation where he's just donned the identity of a suave sophisticate. Right. Now he's getting along just fine, leading the life of a merchant. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Robin Hood and his new friend Azim, as played by Morgan Freeman, uh, are just cracking open a melon and eating some, man. Yeah, one of them street melons. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then uh, they, next thing you know, they're on a boat and they're pulling up to the white sands, the white cliffs of Dover. Yeah, they are buddy. in specifically like a rowboat, which leads me to believe that it was a long track. Right. Sure. Right. However, they both have jacked back muscles now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just crazy back. But it's there. like, it's not evened out by like equally strong front muscles. No, so no, they no. just look like the Max from that MTV show. <laughs> right, right, right. And they have the tiny legs from the SNL Royd uh, yeah. sketch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you put a walnut between those shoulder blades and just move your arms back, oh, just it'll crust that shit. Oh, to powder. To powder. <laughs> you have walnut flour. Ooh, I like that. Nah. I'm starting a new business. I'm going to get some big muscle doofs. <laughs> I'm going to put some walnuts in their back. Uh-huh. And I'm going to sell walnut flour. You heard it here first. Yeah. Hand background walnut flour. Mm-hmm. That means it's organic. Right. Right? Yeah. And it's totally keto. Uh, it's it's Cato. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, no. from uh, from Greenland. Uh, <laughs> from Greenland. You mean from OJ's garden? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say Green Lantern and then correct myself into Green Hornet. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is Cato. Bruce and, Lee. and now apparently he's in the new Quentin Tarantino movie fighting Brad Pitt. Correct. Nice. <laughs> I will say I have deep misgivings about the uh, emotional sensitivity of setting your exploitation movie in the Tate murders. Uh-huh. But that trailer does look real fun. Yeah. Brad Pitt fights Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. And I don't it? know why. <laughs> I, no reason needed. That's a good point. He does have a great line about his hands being lethal weapons. Yeah. And if you kill anyone, you go to jail. That's true. Uh, so anyways, uh, Robin and Azim, uh, they get off at, in England and Robin starts making out with the dirty sand. Yeah, he does. He wants some of that sweet, sweet sand face. They won't even <laughs> let me fuck the flag. That's right, they won't. Also, uh, back then, there's like nine of them. Yeah, and, I, and, Az, and he's like, Azim, you gotta go. And Azim is like formed a, a, a sort of like life pact with Robin. He's like, yeah, I was... a Wookiee life debt. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I will serve you until I saved your life because you saved my life. And Robin Hood's like, when they get to England, he's like, well, you did it. You saved my life. You got me here. You can go home. And he's like, nah, fuck that. I choose when my debt's paid. And Robin Hood's like, I thought you'd said that. And then he sends a guy with a blackjack with him. Yeah, to try to, like, knock him out and drag him back. But See, Azim just kicks that guy's ass. And here's the thing. Like, in a lot of, uh, like, Arabian, Arab, and Persian culture, uh, Kevin Costner is failing to recognize the social contract that's kicking in. Because what's supposed to happen is... You compliment somebody's shoes, and then they say, oh, then you must have these shoes, and you're supposed to reject it. They're supposed to insist, you're supposed to accept, and then immediately give it back. 
And Kevin Costner's just, it's right over his head. <laughs> yeah. He's getting none of this cultural connotation. So he's just like, cool, life debt sounds rad. <laughs> I have a friend. <laughs> and the whole time, uh, Morgan Freeman's just like, uh, yeah, I get to choose when it's repaid. Nudge, nudge, right? That's good with you, right? right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's great with me. Let's go chase kids out of trees. <laughs> The best part is the, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman like notices the guy coming and like turns around and then you know fucking just beats that guy up and then threatens everyone back onto the boat and he's like oh the next time you try to like knock out a man don't have him attack from downwind stinking of garlic <laughs> dirty Italian sailors yeah which leads me to believe they're either Italian warding off vampires in an adventure that we don't get to see oh how good is that movie right? there's a prequel that there's like tailor made for oh this oh my god there are some guys fighting some vampires and briefly they have to like transport Robin Hood yeah <laughs> but Robin Hood's the perfect vampire hunter his weapon is already made of wood true yeah Just stick it right yeah. in the heart there yeah although apparently the original uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, they kill Dracula by cutting his throat and stabbing him a whole bunch. I believe that's which true. Which is way oh, yeah. fucking cooler. If I recall in the original Bram Stoker's Dracula, it's like 900 things. Like they cut off his head and they bury his feet well, and they, they burn his body. He can only... They get rid of all of his baseball cards. Right. <laughs> they have to ditch all of his dirt somewhere because he's real super into his own dirt. He can only sleep in his own soil, so when he's in London, he brings a bunch of Transylvanian dirt with him. Uh, to, that's, that's right. That's why he is sleeping in a coffin. Yeah, yeah. So it's in his dirt, right? So uh, I'm putting you on notice, Hollywood. Give me my realistic Dracula movie. They yeah. did. It's called Bram Stoker's Dracula. Keanu Reeves is in it. And it's fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of rad, actually. It's, in a batshit crazy way. It, yeah, it is a batshit crazy ambitious movie that's only half good. Yeah, at best. <laughs> yeah, but Gary Oldman kills it in that movie as yeah, Dracula. He's sure. pretty great. He's he would have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Isn't Van Helsing like Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Mina Harker is Winona, like Winona right. Ryder. Winona Ryder. And then you got uh, Keanu Reeves, who is Jonathan Harker, who gets so scared. And then halfway through the movie, they give him like white, like a white dye job because yeah, he's scared. He's so like the end of Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Yeah, but it, not just like a streak at the front, his whole head. But he's <laughs> still clear, like twenty three years yeah. old. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves is perpetually twenty three. I mean, I just watched the video where him and Alex Winter uh, announced finally that Bill and Ted Face the Music is oh, going to yeah. be coming out in 2020, yep. and he looks great! Yeah. yeah. Alex Winters looks like a respectable aged man. Yeah. But yeah, Keanu Reeves is like he's been sleeping in pickle juice. Not right? only is he a vampire, but he's got to be like a time-traveling vampire. Right? Mm. Like, he's got, like, not only does he live forever, but he's got access to anti-aging creams that still haven't come out onto the market for like 30 years. <laughs> well, you got to remember, he's on <clears throat> island time. Oh, that's right. So uh, uh, he's got to set his watch back every time he travels to a different. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, that is rough. But hey, immortality. So. But hey, that. Robin Hood is the movie we oh, watched. Yeah, sure it is. It uh, had stuff happen in it. So, Did it? Yeah. No, we just finished fucking that beach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So him and Azim are they're gonna go to his dad's house now. One thing we missed was that at some point his dad, uh, played by Brian Blessed. Uh, uh, noted haver of big voice uh, <laughs> runs afoul of the sheriff of Nottingham and the Ku Klux Klan. And the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, they're all in white robes surrounding his uh, like 
castle or his keep, I yes. guess it would be. Yeah. It's technically not a castle because there's no town inside of it. Correct. Right. Uh, but yeah, they've surrounded him in really provocative white robes that sense a very different message. While I holding hope. all their torches. Right? Yeah, no, they yes. look like the clan. Real gross. But Except they're also they're also wearing like three ninjas porcelain masks. Yeah, Alan yeah. Rickman's got his V for Vendetta mask. Right. Because uh, I guess they're part of Anonymous as well. Oh, yeah. Which, boy... Another group that's just aged like no, milk. Man, listen, uh, Sheriff of Nottingham is just—he's just against Parliament before it was cool. True, <laughs> that's true. He's like, I wish someone would invent gunpowder so right. I can have a plot. What they don't tell you is—is is Guy Fox wore a Sheriff of Nottingham mask. Whoa! Yeah, we just again we don't get the cultural connotation because right, yeah. it's out of time, and those records were just not kept alive in the uh, in the imagination yeah. of the English. Do you know what's even crazier? Is that the Sheriff of Nottingham wore a William Shatner mask? You know what's even crazier? There was that episode of the was it the Muppets where the <laughs> Band made out of rubber bands, and they played Rubber Band Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is even crazier. He's not wrong. Right? He's not wrong. That's a fucking killer song, too. Yeah. The Spinners, baby. Right? I love it. It's a song all about how much this other different band is super good. Yeah. <laughs> and they're coming. <laughs> that song like I want there to be a sequel where the rubber band man does show up he's like I can't live up to that <laughs> you were supposed to warm up the crowd I, what am I doing here return of the rubber band man <laughs> I love that that song begins with the lyrics hand me down my walking cane yeah. and hand me down my hat yeah because he's going on a little adventure, yeah, Mr. Frodo. Right. No, he needs his, like, cane and his hat to go out like a fucking carnival barker and be like, yeah. Hear ye, hear ye, don't be a first to make. <laughs> Come here about the rubber band man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's got he's to attach one part of the rubber band to his hat and the other to his cane so he can stretch it out real good. Makes <laughs> sense. Get them tones. So anyways, Robin Hood and Ooh, Azim yeah. uh, get to England. They start, like, wandering around. Uh, and, uh, we, like, Robin Hood finds out that Azim, like, was in jail because there was, like, a lady who was, like, a, someone's daughter that he would, like... He doesn't find he doesn't out. Say, he's, yeah. he's super so he says... he badgers him into yeah. it. <laughs> he pries and pries and pries nosily until yeah, yeah. we heard, find out that... And Morgan Freeman's like, dude, this isn't fun for me. I was going to be executed for this. Right. And Robin Hood's literally like dancing Giggling. around on yeah. the Great Wall of England just being like woohoo! Ah, you were in jail because you liked a girl. <laughs> K-I-S-S-I-N execution. <laughs> Uh, and then a little boy gets chased by a bunch of people. Uh, and this is the first time that uh, Robin Hood uh, gets his first look at uh, uh, future technology. Is this it when he uses the telescope or is that later? That's later. Okay. That's later. So anyways. Yeah, the that's, little... dur- yeah that's during the fucking... It's that's later. when they yeah. come at the ladies' house. Yeah, that's yeah, right. No. So anyways, the, the little kid's run. He's being chased by Guy of Gisborne and his fucking goons. And then Robin Hood, the kid runs up a tree and they're like, you killed a deer. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah, doesn't even care. This kid's fucking punk. And then Robin Hood's like, whoa, look at this dangerous guy. killed a deer. And it takes eight guys to chase a kid. And they're like, fuck you. You're right. And he's like, you're on my land, so fuck you. Yeah. Then they trade names, then Robin Hood beats the shit out of them, the whole time calling for Azim to help him. But Azim is too busy 
praying. Yeah, he's got the prayers. Yeah, man. It is the one of two times in this movie that his uh, that you see his Islamic devotion. Oh, yeah. it's not one, but, but no, no. You hear his Islamic Islamic devotion. Uh, he often, praises Allah. He sure. praises Allah literally every third line he yeah. has. Right, but it is just like a weird like vocal tick at that point because he doesn't <laughs> stop to explain like, oh, I should you call him God yeah. for me? He's it's just like a weird tick that he it's has. Part of his accent, world. exactly. Yeah. But there's this, and when they're in the fucking forest, he carves out a crescent moon and star right. for his his uh, altar, his, yeah. his, his 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 place prayer, of worship. Because yeah. they bring in a fucking friar, but they don't even bother to ask. Like, actually, I'm Presbyterian. I don't need a friar. Yeah, they nah, don't. They don't try and find a. Ra- they don't find a rabbi. They don't find a in a mom. They don't yeah. find any of that yeah, shit. It's like the army chaplain. He's the chaplain of the army. <laughs> Are you in the army? Then he's your chaplain. <laughs> like nobody brings like a fucking like like a spear with like two dead crows on it so they can no. pray to Odin. <laughs> I, I guess we did it. We roasted you, England, in the 1100s. You were kind of fucking racist. Yeah, 1100s. Oh, you're on notice, 1100s, England. And they weren't racist ever again. They got it all out early. Ooh, so then now that's it's That's not true. What? Actually, they'll Name build one... to a crescendo. And that crescendo <laughs> is called colonialism. <laughs> You name me one modern English person or political movement or current political process that is in any way racist. You can't do it. Oh, you, you got me. I just... Uh, there are too many names that can't get through the door. Yeah, it's the Mr. Burns disease where just right. a gentle wind unleashes all the racism. <laughs> So uh, Robin Hood beats up Guy of Gisborne's uh, goons, and he's like, you go tell the sheriff he can suck my fucking dick. Or and whatever. he says, like, all of his lines, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Guy of Gisborne does speak exactly like that. Guy <laughs> all of Guy of Gisborne's lines are like, listen to me. He's like Starscream from fucking the old Transformers. It's like if Smeagol... Listen to me, Megatron! It's like if Smeagol were an adult in the Charlie Brown cartoon. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's inaudible, <laughs> unparsable, completely unintelligent. Oh, oh my god, Th- that guy has like 30, 40 lines in the movie, and I think the only one I, I heard was him just being like, And what's your name? And that's it. The only other line I could figure out was, uh, why a spoon? And that's only because of the context Alan Rickman gave. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Only because of Alan Rickman's answer to you now. Yeah, so they they get the kid down and they're like, all right, get out of here, kid. And he runs off. And they keep wandering around and they go back to Robin's castle. And oh no, the clan burned it down. They sure did. Uh, so they go inside and they're all bummed out. And, and it turns out that his body is hanging from those weird, like, we hung you, but we put like you in a crow cage. Yeah, he yeah. puts your body in a cage thing. Uh, and then, well, the- his body is a cage that keeps him from dancing. Oh, so true. Right? We can all learn a thing or two from Arcade Fire. Like, don't keep flammables near your arcade. You're just asking yeah. for a fire. Also, don't Are play you? basketball with Wynn Butler. He'll steal your basketball. Correct. Ah. <laughs> uh, you think he's going to be nice because he's a Canadian, but you forget he's a French Canadian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't play by the same rules as Anglo-Canadians. 
God, I don't know if I've made it clear enough. Fuck you, Quebec. No, don't say that. <laughs> I have friends there. What is Quebec gonna get mad? No, that's but... right. There's a Q and a U in your name, not a K, you idiots. All right. Yeah. Also, they failed to win their independence from Canada. It's like no. they're barely trying. Okay, I know, right? Patrick, like, come on. you don't understand. What they wanted, what they wanted, was very simple. They wanted to be completely independent from Canada, but they still wanted to keep paying using Canadian money, but they didn't want to pay Canadian taxes. That's super fair. I oh, get it. Oh, it's Ooh, Brexit. Yeah. I get it now. Uh, yeah, but it's French, so it's Brazit. Yeah, and it had loonies. Yeah, but it's French-Canadian, so it's Boisal. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what your fucking accent sounds like, you idiots. Uh, that's how they order Timbits. bits. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm in <laughs> a lot of trouble. Throw cheese curds and gravy at me. I wish you would. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. You can't even eat gravy. That's true. But I can get poutine with just cheese curds, and that is very tasty. That's not poutine. No, it's not. I, I got to make except, you know, like, I got to make it. Look, my point is Quebec sucks. It doesn't. There's yeah. some very nice places in Quebec. No, I will only be happy when it breaks off from the land of this earth and begins its journey through the stars. Are you talking about, like, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Correct. Like, it just takes off and yes. flies away? <laughs> yes. You realize that, like... I think you think that, like, all of Quebec is just Montreal Island, but it's a whole province. It's very big. Yeah, yeah but it's a Canadian province. Come on. Right. Yeah, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's, like, bigger than Illinois. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, listen. nothing's bigger than Illinois. Literally tens of states are. <laughs> tens of states. Yeah, but those are United States. Come Sorry. on. <laughs> I hate everything. Robin Hood and Azim, they run into uh, Robin Hood's old uh, Robin Hood's old uh, servant uh, Duncan. Duncan, uh, uh, who's yeah. been uh, had his eyes gouged out. Yeah, uh, and they decide to go on a quest for vengeance now to get the sheriff of Nottingham back. But first, they got to give a ring to a lady. Yeah, yes, do, so and I think her house. This is where we get our first commercial break of the film. Yeah, yeah so we watched this movie streaming on Hulu. Uh, and now the Hulu subscription that I have, thanks to my sister, thanks Kate, she's logged in one time, forgot to log out, now it's mine forever. Nice. Uh, we have Hulu Premium, which means no commercials, but clearly we've been given the only one cut on Hulu, which is the commercial cut, so every like 15, 20 minutes, it literally fades to black in the middle of a scene. Yep, yep. Disappears for a minute and then comes back. Yeah. It's very distracting. It's very strange, Hulu. I really liked it. I think it did a lot for the pacing <laughs> of this movie. I mean, it didn't hurt it, that's right? for sure. It right? literally added four extra minutes to the movie. Well, because nice. here's the thing. This movie should only be seen on television. Probably fair. TNT specifically. Right? Yeah. Is that the one Well, yeah, because then they'll cut half of it out yeah, for right. yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta well, get it in before the Pistons game. Gotta get it before the uh, before the Atlanta Braves yeah. play. <laughs> Fuck you, Ted Turner. That's all I gotta say. Hey, that guy gave us the best alternate WWE that ever was. 
Uh, I think you're conflating him with Billy Corgan and the TNT. Ooh, I think you're I'm both. Not. I think you're both wrong because clearly the best alternate D and D was the uh, JCW, the Juggalo Championship Wrestling, founded by the Insane Clown Posse, which at one point was the second largest wrestling promotion in the country. Uh. It beat WCW to death and then painted stupid clown makeup on it and went, "Are you down with the clown? I got a hatchet." (laughs) So, despite your arguments, my point still stands. Ted Turner. Second best wrestling organization. Whatever. Now. Yeah. Sting is just a wannabe violent J. <laughs> oh man! But definitely do yourself a favor and Google uh, Sting wrestles while high. <laughs> it's amazing. I'll bet it is. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, they go on their quest for vengeance. They go meet, but first they got to get this ring to Marion. So they go to her keep. Uh, and uh, they're like... Hers, I think, is a castle because it appears to have a village in it. All right, whatever. But because it's important they hold those villagers hostage for marriage later. Yeah, because she does have, like, an inside part and the uh, Loxley is just, like, a straight-up fucking tower. All right, fine, whatever. Guys, have we mentioned Alan Rickman's in this movie? Nah, he's not yet, though. He's not yet. He He definitely has been. He killed Brian Blast, and that's it. He's been out since then. He checked out. Oh, yeah, we did. Sorry, that was hours ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he circled up and burned that cross in that guy's yard. I feel like he's been doing stuff... As like nah, there's there's like one brief scene where like Guy of Gisborne goes back to like to like the sheriff's house and he's just like that's like the big introduction right, scene right. He's like, and like yeah. and he's like oh some guy killed us and he's like Loxley and then you're like ooh you're like Mr. Rickman you are killing it that's true there is not a single piece of scenery that will be left unchewed well I mean it should be noted that. When this movie was in pre-production and they were casting, they came to Alan Rickman initially to play the Sheriff of Nottingham, as you do, and he was like, nah, I don't want to do that. That sounds stupid. (laughs) And then they went around and tried to find some other people, but nobody could scratch that Rickman itch. So they came to him a second time. They're like, Alan, we really, really need you to do this movie. And he's like, nah. That sounds really stupid. I my mind remains unchanged. Then they came back a third time and they were like, Alan Rickman, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You have carte blanche. And he went, Okay, yeah, I will do it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Patrick, were you writing that down for the record? Definitely. Noting it? Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Great. We'll get that notarized later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, uh, uh, Robin Hood goes to try and find May Marion, and she, he's met by like an all like black clad like assassin knight. I think she goes by Sheik. Yeah, and they have like a little fight, and then oh, it turns out that's Maid Marion. It was Princess Zelda the whole time. The whole time. Well, excuse me, Maid Marion. Man, they did that... do that. Yeah, that cartoon that was just fucking moonlighting with Steve Martin's catchphrase. Yeah. And you only could watch it if you watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Hour. No, it was only on Fridays. It was a special cartoon. You got four Mario cartoons a week and one Zelda cartoon. But it was still part of the Mario show, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was like, Zelda's taking over Fridays. Gotcha. It was like back when cartoons would fight each other for spaces and supremacy. Right, right, right. But 
those days. But it was still right. introduced by Captain Lou Albano, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I don't know, no, actually. Was, was it? Right. Was there ever, I'm Captain Lou, and I'm telling you, we're going to Hyrule to see what Ganon's up to. <laughs> actually, that was really good, and you kept it in couplets. Oh, fuck so yeah. I have to assume that that's exactly what was said. Buddies, I got the utmost respect for our dearly departed captain. Yeah. Lou? Hell Yeah. And I believe he was not a captain. He was a captain. Yeah, True. he's a captain. He, yeah. just, just like Crunch, he's just, just like a captain. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's a step above. Actually, he goes captain, captain, and, and then, then admiral. admiral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, Robin Hood and Marion have a little like mute, cute, and he gives her the ring, and he's like, "I love you," and she's like, "Whatever, shut up, get out of my fucking yeah. house." She's like, "I he's got like, peasants." He's like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll get out of here. Seems reasonable. I'm going to steal me some horses, though, while I'm here. Well, this is the part where it turns out that uh, Azim knows how to make a spyglass. That's right. And he shows That's it to Robin is, Hood, yeah. who is fucking terrified by it. He keeps trying it, to it, stab It's like the first things. time somebody put on a virtual boy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh, look, little red 3D people. And then it was immediately followed with, my eyes, my beautiful eyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, like, I didn't try to reach out and stab the things that were in... <laughs> well, John... Like, Kevin Costner's uh, Robin Hood seems exceptionally stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, everyone's just been too polite to say anything because he's got real nice hair. And, hey. like, he's, like, the quarterback you want to keep around because he's a lot of fun. Yep. But then he, like, you know, he, he gets a bad grade on his math test and you're like, yeah, not surprising. Yeah. Well, John, we call that the feudal system. <laughs> Those of noble birth don't actually have to be good at anything. Well, tell me more. This sounds very appealing. No, you don't get to be in it. Oh, why not? It's still going on. <laughs> but I try real hard. You, sir, are a serf. Yeah, it turns out you're, you've been a yeoman this whole time. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm a serf ninja. No. No, that, no. Wasn't, that wasn't cool enough to get me into the ruling class. Yeah, it's also no. like a yeoman. All right, whatever. You don't fucking, actually say yeoman, but it's spelled that way. Get a fucking Y, stupid medieval script. John, you're putting everyone on blast yeah, today. Seriously. The language of Latin, <laughs> Montreal, English script. Who's next? You never know. I just tell it like it is. I'm spitting fire on this microphone. <laughs> Maybe it'll be you, Mark, with your Spaceman t-shirt. It's actually real cool, you guys. Actually, yeah, no, it's a pretty good t-shirt. I've Space been meaning Navy. to compliment you on it yeah, for a while. It looks real. Where'd you get that fucking Old shirt? Navy. Nice. Six bucks. Not bad. It's like it's like uh, one of those like uh, nautical shirts, but instead of little anchors, they're little spacemen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Six bucks, man. I'm cheap as hell. Nice. I only buy clothes on sale. I only buy clothes when the clothes I'm currently wearing have ceased to function as clothing. True facts. Like, oh, the hole in my jeans has gotten too noticeable. Yeah, and then I take the potatoes out of the sack, put them in a bowl, <laughs> stick my head through the opening, and roll down to the coals. Oh, la-dee-da, Mr. Rockefeller's got bowls to put his potatoes in. True facts. All right, living large. Saved up for that bowl. I only... got tired of putting my potatoes on the floor. Some would roll away. Well, a lot of them would open the door to get on the floor, and then they would just do the dinosaur. They would yeah. walk the dinosaur. How dare you denigrate the good name of was not was? Potatoes can't walk, you idiot. They can if they're on the floor. <laughs> or if Charlie Chaplin puts forks in them and makes them. Oh, that's true. They're nothing but feet. Yeah, at that point. 
So, uh, yeah, the uh, guy of Gisborne and his men come back, and they're, like, going to try and kill Jesus Robin Hood. Jesus Christ, we're so little into the movie. Nah, well, maybe if people stopped <laughs> <laughs> talking about other bullshit, we wouldn't be having this problem. Nah. So anyway, I blame Quebec. That's my point. <laughs> So, so anyways uh, If they didn't get my blood so boiling By being so shitty I wouldn't have to yell about them so much He's right though Everything that's wrong in the world The the door was open when they got the expos (laughs) Major League Baseball Not Canada Baseball But you have no problem with the Blue Jays? No it's Toronto That's fine Right? I'm pretty sure they speak English in Toronto. Toronto is just Montreal. Toronto is just a nicer, cleaner New York. True. Montreal is a shitty, shitty Paris. Yeah, and Paris is already (laughs) bullshit. Yeah, Paris is a shitty, shitty Milan. Fuck you, Paris. Get names for your streets, not the blocks. I'm trying to find places. I'm having a hard time fighting back with you because every time I try to think of a good thing, I remember that the only time in my life I've ever been. on <laughs> was by a guy at a karaoke bar in Montreal when I was like, do you have Hall of Notes? And he went, c'est terminé, and slammed the book shut on my hand. I mean, you were playing with fire. But that said, that said, uh, I've had soup dumplings in Montreal that will put any soup dumpling you've ever had to shame and the best rotisserie chicken ever at a place called Chalet Barbecue. But most people just call it chicken. (laughs) As in, what do you want to get for dinner tonight? Let's go to chicken. Yeah. It was real good. Nice. Uh, so, anyways, they escape and they're uh, they're 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 trying to get away, but they can't. The sheriff and his men are hot on their tails. So they decide they will cut through Sherwood Forest, which is haunted. Ghosts. But there's nothing they can do. So they ride Turns out the it's woods. just a real estate scheme. <laughs> Turns out it's wind chimes. Correct. Those are the ghosts. Logs on sticks. <laughs> Tricky though. Very tricky. I mean, if I wasn't expecting wind chimes, I'd be a little spooked. Yeah, certainly. Right? So they uh, they get in there, and they are immediately accosted by uh, Christian Slater. Oh, boy. With enough moose in his hair to kill a small child. He has Johnny Depp in 21 Jump Street levels of moose. It's yeah. like if Leonardo DiCaprio, circa Titanic, had lost his mind and just grew his hair to the size of his ego. Yeah. Call that hair Bullwinkle because it's full of moose. <laughs> uh, You're welcome, world. You can have that one. It's pretty good. What about that shark that sings in that band? <laughs> He plays drums and he sings. What is his name? I think they solve crimes. <laughs> they are definitely like a Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, They're like Scooby an also Doom. ran. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? Oh, I what's do not name? remember. Hold on. Oh, I gotta find. Uh, I'm typing into Google Shark in Band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see. Ooh. Audience, if you know, yell it into the wind. Uh, well, there's a musical group called Shark. But that's not it. Nah. I'm going to type in shark in band cartoon. That'll be better. I think oh, you're just going to get a lot of It's called Jabberjaw. Oh, Jabberjaw. Because right. of Jaws. Yeah. Right. It's Sharks a, have Jaws. 
It's a 30-minute Saturday morning animated series created by Joe Ruby and Ken Spears, produced by Hanna Barbera. It uh, ran from uh, September 11th to December 18th, 1976. Nice. So it ran for literally three months, 16 whole episodes, (laughs) and somehow we've managed to remember its existence. Nice. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so anyways, uh, they go to the woods. They're uh, accosted by a Christian Slater. And he's like, I have a bamboo heart. Make out with me, Marissa Tomei. Uh, it's untamed heart. You're welcome. True facts. So anyway, Oh, I thought you said bamboo heart. Nah. Yeah, and then a panda rips it out of his chest. <laughs> Is that how Kung Fu Panda ends? Yeah. I never bothered to see yeah. any of them. They look bad. You know what? The first one's actually a lot of fun. Yeah? And then it is increasingly diminishing returns. Sure. Uh, so anyways, the, the, these are the the merry men of Sherwood Forest, although I don't think they ever say those they words. They never say merry no. men, no. But uh, you get your John Little and yeah. your big river fight. Yeah, and John Little comes out and he's like, you owe us a tax, rich boy. And uh, Robin Hood's like, well, I don't have any money. You gotta fight me for my necklace. Now this uh, it really fucking bothered me. They're very poor. They are barely able to sustain like sustain themselves on the land. So their plan is, well, we're all wanted by the crown. So we need to be safe. So let's make a pretend like the woods is haunted and it'll keep all the folk out because it's too scary. Cool. What do we do for money? Oh, easy. We make people pay a tax on the river that runs through our haunted woods that we've taken pains to make people stay out of. Yeah, it seems like a really bad idea, and it's not addressed until literally the movie's almost over when they're just like, oh, yeah, the only way to London from here is through Sherwood Forest. Right, which means, like, it can't be haunted. Right! That's like, oh, the Jersey Turnpike, man, you gotta watch out. There's ghosts. There's devils, John. There's literal devils on the Jersey Turnpike. (laughs) Don't you remember that episode of the X-Files where it turns out the Jersey Devil were just cavemen? The whole time that I drove through it, that one time I had to stick a tennis racket out the window and just wave it over the top of my car to keep them away. Thank God I finally made it through New York. And those are terrible words to have to say. This is a very common misunderstanding. They're not Jersey Devils. They're displaced chupacabra they were brought in to deal with the yeti problem that early jersey was having this makes a lot of sense covered in yetis but they had no natural predators so they became the new infestation yeah so what you're saying is the x-files lied to me and the jersey devil's not just cavemen I, yeah, weirdly enough, X-Files was not a valid source of information. Yeah, no, in this case, you're going to want to go for the real adventures of Johnny Quest. <laughs> Correct. Totally a devil. Correct. Yeah. And they defeat him by winning his golden fiddle. I believe they do. In a fiddling contest. Correct. Yeah. Okay, guys, that is a song. <laughs> no. And that takes place in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of why the Jersey Devil loses, because he's out of place. <laughs> The Southerners don't like all his jazzy beats. They want to keep it simple and slow. The Jersey Devil doesn't get to play his working man's Dylan fucking folk rock bullshit. We're fucking over that shit. Neil Young only in the South. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's Canadian. Yeah, but he does love that denim. 
true. Uh, so do Canadians. Yeah. They basically invented denim. You ever seen a Bachman Turner Overdrive video? <laughs> it's like three denim golems got together and learned how to play music. And all I'm saying about that one time I went to Canada was that it's kind of one of those situations where you go so north, you kind of wrap back around and you're in the south again. It's just inexplicably <laughs> cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to be fair. I like, saw lots of overalls. To be fair, Alberta is like the Kentucky of the north. Right? I'm pretty sure there was a tractor pull going on somewhere near me. <laughs> there was, I guarantee you there was a monster truck race and Gravedigger was there. Yeah, and I'm sure that shit was packed, too. I bet it was rad <laughs> as hell, too. Fucking, I'll, I'll go see Gravedigger shit, yeah. yeah. Good old grave If it's Bigfoot, I'm gonna pass. Yeah. But Look, it's Gravedigger. You know what's crazy? Like how Bigfoot was like the most popular monster truck. He but, was boring as hell. But man. clearly not the best, because Gravedigger was the oh, best. Yeah. Grave Digger's yeah. the best. But I mean, Bigfoot was just blue. Bigfoot yeah. had mass appeal. Right. You know, he I mean, was safe. Dude, there's he a was Bigfoot the Nintendo truck. game. Yeah, he was the monster truck you could take home to mama. Also, Bigfoot <laughs> was a legit truck, whereas Gravedigger was like a Bronco with a hatchback. <laughs> yeah, true. it was definitely not street legal. Yeah, no. It was like a hearse, what? <laughs> right. But yeah. learn to drive. Oh, you don't want to like drop the gravedigger down and roll around picking up chicks. But Bigfoot, you could totally do that in. Did Undertaker ever ride or drive in Gravedigger? Uh, I'm gotta find this I, out. I'm googling this the right answer now. that is no. No. Even though I he's am the dead man. Pretty sure that Gravedigger does show up at some point at like a WrestleMania or something. He would have to. I think that was the, it during the. I think streak? the monster trucks in wrestling it coincides with when uh, Paul, what's his name, the Giant, is supposedly like Andre the Giant's son, and he's back from oh, vengeance yeah, against Hulk Hogan. Yeah, in like right. the, I think that's in the WCW. Yeah. What's his last name? Paul. The Giant. Yeah. No, it's not his last name. <laughs> no, he didn't take his father's name. That seems <laughs> fucked up. That's so weird. Man. It's also not his father, weirdly. Man, fucking, I love Undertaker. That dude oh, beat yeah. Hulk Hogan. He was the best. Fuck you, Hulk Hogan. gloves, and he picked up Yokozuna, which was no small feat. No. Oh, God. And his fight against mankind is insane. Oh, yeah. The mankind fights. The mankind fucking steel awesome. cage match where he throws him over the and onto oh, the table. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Nuts. The Spanish announcer's table. Yeah. And then Jim Ross goes, Oh, God! <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He doesn't say, Oh, my God. He always says, Bah God! He killed him! He killed him! That man has children! <laughs> and then, you know, I, I feel like obviously there has to be a time where you let go of, you know... Undertaker eventually had to lose at WrestleMania, but the fact that he lost to fucking Brock Lesnar is yeah, just a part-time, basically oh, yeah. a jobber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a real bummer. Also, and lame as hell. Yeah. Also, no, the Undertaker has not ever ridden or driven Grave Digger. Yeah. Uh, what about Paul Bearer? No, not Paul Bearer. It's uh, Paul. Will it's something lame like Williams or something. No, Paul, Paul Bearer. Bearer. Paul Bearer. His is corner the man. manager. I'm yeah. talking about the the giant guy. You're living in the past in a way that is destructive to you, Patrick. No, you gotta let that nostalgia's toxic. You gotta <laughs> just let it go, man. Are you talking about Paul Paul Bartel, director of Death Race 2000, <laughs> <laughs> and Summoner of Hogan and Summoner in of... Gremlins 2? Okay, so Robin Hood. Oh uh, yeah, that's where Robin here for. Hood and Little John uh, get into a. Robin through the forest. I don't know the song. Yeah, write some fucking words, Johnny Cash, you <laughs> idiot. 
They get a little stick. You know what? You know what? Quebec, I'm willing to put my beef with you aside if we team up against the ghost of Johnny Cash. <laughs> hey, you leave Johnny Cash alone. He wrote a song about his haunted house in New Mexico. No way was that ha- like a haunted house. Also, he wrote a song called The Chicken in Black. That's true. About a ch- chicken-like Johnny Cash avatar. <laughs> nice. Uh, so anyways, they have a... Great song. Uh, Kevin Costner's Robin Hood and some guy's little John, uh, John Little, they have a big stick fight. They do. They have a bow staff fight, basically. Uh, a bow staff fight that would give Donatello the biggest fucking wood he ever had. Because uh, he actually gets to use his weapon and not a salami or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, the only time Donatello could use that bow staff was to like use it as a pole vault to jump onto correct. something. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they hammer at each other for a little while. Eventually, uh, Robin Hood gets the best of Little John and hits him in the nards with a stick. Yes. <laughs> Little John's got nards, just right like Wolfman. <laughs> Knocks him into the water, and Little John's like, I'm a drowning! And he's like, stand up, idiot. And then he stands up, and he's like, oh, 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 you got me this time. And then now you're friends. my boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are just giving him life deaths left and right. Yeah, so they go into the woods, and basically immediately, like... Like Will Scarlet's, uh, uh, you know, Christian Slater. He's just like, I don't fucking like you. You're a piece of shit. Robin Except Hood. he's Christian Slater trying to approximate an English accent, so it's I don't like you, Robin Hood. That's yeah. that's actually too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually a little too English. There is a scene, at, like towards the end of the movie, where both Kevin Costner, who has not been doing an English accent, and Christian Slater, who's been trying to, both just give up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> they basically their whole plan now is they're gonna like run around like beat people up uh, and take their money to like, gonna, feed you know, themselves. Do the Robin Hood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do the rip 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 do the Robin Hood. <laughs> and really, my name is Robin, and I'm here to say I am the Hood in a major way. I got a bow and arrow, and I lead my men. They're super merry. Listen to them. Yo, I'm Little John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyways Pretty uh, solid Yeah that's pretty good uh, You're welcome You're welcome I gotta say though In my heart of hearts I still prefer The uh, the Brian Adams song <laughs> <laughs> That truly encapsulates This movie oh. Which never plays During the movie Like an orchestral but, version Except for an orchestral yeah, version Yeah there's, there's hints They have it. like a String quartet show up It's like a little yeah. Chasson to whet Your appetite For the ending credits The sweet Brian Adams Yeah uh, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nottingham? Nottingham is at church. And, everyone, and uh, Because Robin Hood's like, we need money. Do they still give out alms to the poor? And they were like, yeah, they do that. And he's like, I got an idea. So Robin Hood like sneaks into the Sheriff of Nottingham's castle. It's an actual castle. And he shows up and he's like dressed as a hobo. And then the Sheriff of Nottingham is at church. And he's just like, right. And then nobody wants to give money to the poor people except Maid Marion. She gives money to the poor people. Uh, yeah. Her lady in waiting gives money to the poor. Right. But on Maid Marion's order. Sure, yeah. but I don't know if that really counts as charity if you're getting someone else to do it. Eh, I'd take it if, you know, like Jason Alexander's butler signed his autograph for me. <laughs> like, Guys, I, I met George Costanza. I love. Your world in which Jason Alexander is wealthy enough for a live-in butler. Uh, and signs his autographs for him. I mean, 
He, he is. should be. He is. That's true. They were making a million an episode in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Though, yeah. I did... It seems like in the last uh, three weeks, R. Kelly has had to get loans for all of his hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, he keeps committing sex crime. Yeah, but like, those are expensive. (laughs) Those are very expensive. expensive. Yep. I mean, he could easily pay for those crimes by going to a jail. (laughs) But he seems to not want to do that. And I guess in America, we're like, fair enough. You're very wealthy. Every time he goes to jail, some rando shows up from the suburbs. like a hundred And bails him out. Yeah. He's got two bails in child support. All are a hundred grand a piece and some rando pays it. Some some idiot from Naperville Uh. shows up and he's just like, here you go. You wrote that Space Jam song, what I liked so much in the 90s. I do believe I can fly. You get out of prison. So, and the court's like, well, th- this is money. We you're right. We, what, should we say no? Yeah, it's almost like judges are elected officials with, <laughs> you know, their own agendas or whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and they don't even necessarily need a legal background. Nope. Uh, so anyways. Are you uh, telling me that Judge John Hodgman is not an ordained judge? No. I'm telling you I'm that. telling you much worse. <laughs> he is. <laughs> oh, no. That means I really have to stop believing that a hot dog is a sandwich. You're also going to have to not get yourself sued in civil court in Santa Clara. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Robin Hood meets up with Maid Mary and he's just like, I came here to start some shit. And she's like, take a bath, you fucking dobo. Yeah. I said, what's that? Stab the sheriff? You got it. <laughs> so, so he goes, goes to the... meet the priest and he's like, priesty, priesty. Did my father really worship the devil? He well first he meets the priest and tickles him to get his attention. Yeah, well they got a thing going back. This movie goes on so many sidetracks of like Robin Hood's investigation into his father's potential Satanism. Yeah. yeah. That from day one, Duncan's like, nah, it super wasn't true. Don't worry about it. It's a lie. And he's like, I believe you with all my heart. But I gotta see what this priest gotta say about it. True facts. And then he tickles the priest, and that priest says, Oh, I see the young boy I knew inside the man. Yeah. And does it in the shakiest, like, creepiest way oh, yeah. possible. Super weird. Um, and then, like, they hang out for a little bit, and it turns out, ooh, the evil, the priest is on the take from the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, you know how, like, in the in the fucking 1100s, when the church was subservient to the state and they had no competition for power, land, and money? You know. You know how that power structure went. I don't. Uh, it was the opposite of what yeah, I said. Oh, gotcha. I thought maybe I, you could intone that by my over-the-top sarcastic Sure, sure, mockery. sure. I, am, uh, I was not raised uh, in any one religion or any other religion. Uh, so my knowledge of religion is things that I glean from other people bitching about it. And <laughs> sure, then I just, sure. I just take that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, why is God so mean to job? <laughs> uh, so, Funny story. It was a bet. <laughs> with, with the, the devil because yeah. I guess they were on speaking terms they were hanging out at the bar one Saturday don't you remember that show God the Devil and Bob ooh exactly. with French Stewart yeah, yeah. And, and fucking uh, James Garner James Garner is God coming as the devil oh yeah oh it was a good show solid cast yeah it was and an alright show yeah and God looked like Jerry Garcia for reasons 
for yeah. reasons. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, Robin Hood uh, meets up with the, the the priest, and he's like, "You fucking ruined everything. Now that I know you're on the take." And then he opens the door to storm out. No, oh, there's the sheriff of Nottingham because he got away from Maid Marian when he gave her a knife as like a. As a, a courtship, yeah, yeah, as a gift, yeah, as a courtship to give, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, you guys didn't give your wives a knife. Definitely did. No, when I was wooing my wife, I gave her a fully automatic weapon. No, of course, yeah, oh, no. See, uh-huh. because here's the thing: I'm from America, and she's Canadian, right. so they don't have those oh, so up they there. Didn't get one already? Correct. Yeah, no, they no. weren't issued one standard by growing up in America. Yeah, right, right, right. No. Much like, much like everyone in the suburbs was given a, a copy of Frampton Comes Alive. We were all <laughs> given an AK-47 at birth. Yeah, That's true. You used true. your proof of purchase. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then get I used one. all my Marlboro miles. <laughs> yeah. For another AK. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the the sheriff of Nottingham in there, and he's, he's just like, Locksler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's where we have the famous line: uh, Robin Hood drops a fucking chandelier on him. Well, he cuts him in the cheek. Yeah. yeah. And then cut, cuts the uh, the chandelier so it shoots him up into the thing. So he can like Batman out. Yeah. yeah. Help uh, the Belfry. And uh, Alan Rickman delivers the immortal line, I'll cut your heart out with a spoon! To which Robin Hood says, it's on! No, he goes, then so it begins! And <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means! <laughs> what begins? The intricate game of cat and mouse that they will avoid playing oh. for the rest of this movie. And what's crazy is like Robin Hood in this movie, like Kevin Costner has so many lines that are meant to be like his fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger cool guy line. Like yeah. that line's supposed to be like a pause, zoom in, then so it begins. But he does those lines with like, then so it begins, let's play catch pop, <laughs> and then just disappears. And it's gone, yeah. Yep. Uh, so he leaves, they fuck off back to the forest, and then begins our, uh, everyone in the forest is mad because he stole the sheriff's fucking horse. Right, it's going to bring the right. heat down on them. Yeah, and it does. The sheriff, like, lays waste to some little town, and the next thing you know, a bunch of barefoot hungries are showing up in the forest. Including for Little John's meat. wife. Yeah. Pregnant wife. Fanny. Which, so, was she, did, because when the sheriff's men come, and they're like, where's Little John? And she's like, died last winter. And they're like, well, we're going to burn your village. Blame Robin Hood. Bye. Yeah. And then she sees him in the forest. It's like, yo, Little John. It's never like, hey, I told that lie it, it like did she really believe that he had been dead oh no she's just been lying yeah okay yeah. no that's just a straight bald faced ah he went out for cigarettes <laughs> I haven't seen him uh, have you checked the pool halls? He could be in the pool halls. So Real smoky in there. Do they like only see each other on like amnesty days? Uh, no. Uh, unfortunately, because uh, how did she get pregnant so quick? Unfortunately, outside of the forest, she's a hawk and he's a wolf. True. <laughs> and so they can only meet when there's a lunar when eclipse. A yeah. 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 Uh, and it it takes a Matthew Broderick to bring them together, oh, boy, and a sweet it. soundtrack by somebody from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yeah. Nice. Uh, That's a good fucking movie, man. Lady Hawk. Yeah, dude. Lady Hawk rules. Yeah. So does Legend. We should have watched either of those. Oh, man. Legend is a movie that's like a lot of fun until you start paying attention to Tom Cruise's face. And you realize... It's very scrunchy. Well, you realize that he is dreadfully embarrassed to be wearing these short shorts. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah, who wouldn't be? Uh, but Tim Curry as the actual devil yes. is great. Yeah. Delightful. Even with his swinging around foam horns. Yeah, they are so foam. 
Uh, so yeah, so Robin Hood's like, no, fuck this sheriff. We're gonna have a fucking putting shit together montage. Yeah, so, so they, they make swords and well, arrows. That's the thing and is they, they go to they somehow obtain iron ore that they can smelt down for arrowheads. I assume it's all the coins they're stealing. Right, which like I can sort of believe that, like I can suspend my disbelief, but then they just start stacking up swords. Hundreds of swords. Lots of swords. And I like what? So and like, Morgan Freeman starts making gunpowder. <laughs> Yeah. That's later. <laughs> now he's just teaching people where the fucking heart is and how to stab it. And them. how to stab it, yeah. That's important. Because uh, we find out that the sheriff of Nottingham has every single blacksmith in the country walled up in the castle, building, uh, making armor, making swords. He's raising an army, and everyone's like... Why is he raising an army? And it's like, uh, because his fucking witch that he keeps in a basement has him <laughs> believing he's going to take over the world. Right. Right. It's like, P.S. The sheriff of Nottingham has a witch in his basement, and they just hang out. Uh, that's don't we all? I mean, the the sheriff already cooed against the Lockleys. He's all cooed out. Yeah. Also, I mean, like I visit my basement witch at least once a week. You Take the laundry it. down there, get her to read some entrails. Get it's some all harvest like advice. Yeah, yeah. Trade out some dollars for quarters. She's right? helpful as shit. <laughs> Love that witch. You do have to deal with one of her like, long-winded stories that's a little racist, but you're kind of too polite to really engage you know, with uh, it on that level. I like about... those stories. They're like from a different time. <laughs> yeah. When old Brim Hedger's ranting against the Moors. <laughs> yeah, but Patrick, you're from the South. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> We're that a... different time is still now. <laughs> but yeah, her whole thing is that she's like, she's seen their death and she knows that she will come across the painted man who will kill her. Uh, and that's why they have to like speed up their plans. So meanwhile, Robin Hood and the Merry Men of Sherwood Forest put together like the Robin Hood. It's they literally Robin Hood montage. They're like yeah. they're like Robin guys and stealing shit. And meanwhile, their bounty a la Grand Theft Auto keeps going up and up and yeah. Up. At some yeah, point yeah, they get to twenty five. Yeah, they get yeah. to twenty five thousand gold coins, which is at least five stars. Yeah, right? it's a ton yeah. of gold coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to pull into a Los Santos Customs and get all of their bows repainted. I guess <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so Alan Rickman is very upset because nobody's taking the bait because while he has tried to punish the people into hating Robin Hood, Robin Hood has been giving away free money. So they're like, no, nah, we love Robin Hood. We kind of hate you, Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah and yeah. He So he's like, well, I'm going to hire the Celts. Well, the first thing he does is cancel Christmas. Yeah, yeah. True. And he cancels all the merciful beheadings. Yeah, he, right. He says no more scraps for the lepers. No yeah. more kitchen scraps for the lepers and the poor. No more merciful beheadings and cancel Christmas. Yep. Yeah. And the witch says, ah, you should hire the people to the north. They eat the blood of the dead. Well, I mean, they'll work for you. Hired goons? Yeah. yeah. This so sounds great. He opens a portal back to Roman times. <laughs> Correct. And lets the Celts come streaming out for cash to yeah. go fight. The Celts who all live in the north the of the British North. Yeah, right. There's no Scots up there. Now, at some point, uh, Maid Marian and her like lady-in-waiting end up in the Sherwood Forest. They come to hang out with Robin Hood for a night. Everyone kind of hangs out. They have like a big yeah, feast and everything. She finally gets a C-section. <laughs> yeah, they see Robin. Uh, Everybody, has, fun was had by yeah. all. Robin, uh, Robin does some naked swimming, and she sees his butt, and we see his butt. Oh boy, is his butt pale? It's Very, super pale. Yeah. 
you think like knowing your butt scenes coming up, you just be like, cool, give me like tan twenty it up, minutes. Tan it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, whoa, guys, I got a butt scene. I well, he didn't want up. to be accused of doing brown butt. That's true. true. That's true. Brown true. butting is. I'm glad we're we're past that time. Yeah. It was a real problem in Hollywood. Oh man. Yeah. Don't no you remember kidding. the jazz singer when Al Jolson came out with his black butt? It was super racist. Uh, meanwhile, they have the titular line. Do you real quick? Do you think in the jazz singer Al Jolson put the black face over his whole body, no, or just his face? Just face and hands. You do your. Like, uh, no, he had hands. gloves. Oh yeah, that's which right. is where we get gloves. like that's why Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse has, has gloves. gloves. Yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. minstrel. Because guess what? Mickey Mouse is a minstrel, so he's super fucking racist. Walt Disney racially insensitive. <laughs> no. Wait, Walt Disney. Potential Nazi sympathizer? Racist? <laughs> I don't yeah. believe it. Now, here's a question. Do you think when Neil Diamond made the jazz singer, he wore blackface on his whole body? Because <laughs> Neil Diamond wears blackface in the remake of the jazz singer. Oh, he where, he's like, where he's like a 45-year-old man who still lives with... And he's like a cantor and he still lives with his, his dad, dad yeah. Sir Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. And he's like married and everything. But then he gets a taste of the rock and or roll and black music yeah. and abandons his family Aww. so he can sing like America there is a weird and we're kind of in a new crest of it of like cause uh, blackface is a thousand percent unacceptable under any context yep. but there's this weird wave of like maybe Ted Danson can wear blackface at the NAACP awards though no, he can't. Yeah. And then we all have to relearn that it's fucking horrible. But then, like... It would be fair, it was at the Friars Club roast. Oh, that's right. right. It oh. wasn't at the NAACP Awards. Yeah, and it was of his girlfriend or wife, It Whippy was Goldberg. at his girlfriend, right, Whippy yeah. Goldberg, and she's the one who told him to do it. Yeah. yeah. You should have fucking known better as yeah. the girl. Oh, no, for that sure. One, what I'm saying is he didn't do it at the <laughs> National Association <laughs> for the Advancement of Colored People Awards. It was at a Friars Club roast. Yeah. But then, like, like mainstream media, like, forgets that it's bad and racist. Oh, and yeah. then and it fucking it happens to your, do it a bunch of times. Yeah, and it happens to your fucking governor of uh, Virginia. Virginia. No, he knew it was wrong. <laughs> well, the fact that he can't tell, uh, there's no way for me to know if I'm the blackface or the KKK. I man. know, right? That's, <laughs> that's the one that's even great. Was, I mean, the thing about, at least Ted Danson is making a really awful joke. Right. A la, like, they, they, he knows what he's doing. Like, there are all these other people who seem to think it's okay. Yeah. That, that's when it's real <laughs> they weird. Think they can Michael Jackson moonwalk yeah. their way out of the press conference. Oh, I love how his wife had to be like, that's probably not appropriate Wrong right now. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing wife. my slick shoes, baby. Let me hit him. <laughs> the, the journalist asks, can you moonwalk? And the first thing he does is look down to check the floor to see <laughs> if he can moonwalk. Maybe. And then, Oh, my wife says it's not an appropriate yeah. time. Apparently, we are not currently at the Apollo, so I guess I shouldn't. I swear to God, if he had moonwalked, it would have broken the fabric oh. of reality. No, what would have even better is if he did it, like, really well. Sure. Like, it was just golden. I think at that point, it's like a dog standing on its hind legs. It doesn't matter if he's doing it well or not. Yeah. It matters that he's doing it at all. <laughs> so... Robin Hood. Oh, uh, yeah. So Robin Hood and Azim uh, perform a C section on Little John's wife. Everything is going great. 
and then uh, they send Maid Marian and uh, the nun at home, and they send Duncan with them too, so he can live a life of luxury and yeah, and ceilings, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Where he can go places without ladders, right? Because they've now turned Sherwood Forest into the village from Endor, right? <laughs> they play Yub Nub day in day out. <laughs> Good song. It, it got that true. Yup, no. Uh, so anyways, uh, those are real lyrics. True. John Williams wrote those. Have some respect. <laughs> so. Give those lyrics an Oscar. <laughs> Weirdly enough, Star Wars has never won an Oscar for Best Original Score. Took break, John Williams. Yeah. Right? That's, tr- that's true. You think of the, like, fucking at least the first movies, one. right? Yeah, like, at least the first one. The first one's got some great shit in it. They all have incredible no, soundtracks. Yeah, even the prequels have some great shit. You think? Fucking Duel of Fates. Hell yeah, Duel of the Fates. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I couldn't write that. I just did. Nice. You did. It was nice. Well, oh, that's right, because we're sending this podcast back in time. That's right. <laughs> Assuming that joke survived the three times that the computer stopped working. <laughs> right. Just once. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so they uh, they've got like this whole Endor village and everything is going great. But then uh, the sheriff's goons break into Maid Marian's castle and they take him hostage. And then they uh, uh, Duncan rides off and he tells his horse, "I need your eyes. Take me home." Yeah, and the horse something. is like, "No problem, man. I'll sure. follow those country roads. I'm a horse. Take you home. I do any. I, yeah, I'm a horse. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he does. But unfortunately, but they get he gets followed." But yep. he's, he's too blind to notice that he got followed. <laughs> the guys were probably like right over his shoulder the whole time. Well, too. he gets to the fucking Ewok village and he's like, uh, Robin Hood, I took this 16-legged horse to get here as fast as I could. Yeah. Its name is Slepnir. And they're like, Dude, that's not one 16-footed horse. Those are four four-hooded horses. Yeah. Oh, no. The other guys are already there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the sheriff brings the Celts uh, to burn the place to the ground. Everyone's like, Ooh, oh, oh no, Celts, be- barbarians! For all this talk, the Celts charge in, and Robin Hood and the Merry Men are all like, all right, everybody, to your places, them. and just mow them all down with arrows, and the Celts break and run. And then, and I love this because we had to have this whole conversation about the Celts, then the sheriff's normal guys are like, oh... Hit them Word. with fire. We'll just burn it down. And then they do. Yeah. <laughs> the fire is a way bigger threat like, than yeah. any of the Celts. And I will say, this scene is probably the best scene of the movie. It's the only scene where the action isn't, like, uh, uh, shoddily staged. Like, the action's really great. Uh, there's a lot of swinging on ropes. And, yeah. uh, and what is really great and stands out, especially compared to movies of today, is that all of the fire... And the giant, uh, uh, like the fire arrows, the fire catapult balls, and the people what's on fire. That's all real it's fire, It's all baby. real fire. Yeah. And everyone there is in mortal danger. Yeah. Good uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's, it's a pretty great scene. Uh, like Robin Hood saves Fanny because she's stuck on like a Endor platform by herself. Yeah. And Lil John and can't get to her. He swings over around. to her. Uh, and then he ends up falling off into the pit. He falls into the mist. He yeah. falls into a thatch roof cottage. And then everyone just assumes, like, well, clearly that killed him. I mean, I'd buy Because it. his necklace fell off. Right. It's, it's just like when you watch a video on Reddit and someone gets hit by something and their shoes fly off. You know they're dead. True. 
<laughs> I've not seen any of these videos. Oh, man. Dude takes on Wrecking Ball. <laughs> dude versus Freight Train. Dude versus Bull. Hey. Dude hey. versus Geo Metra. Hey, Patrick, dude. Patrick, I told you to stop watching Watch People Die, and it's supposed to be Watch People Die Inside. No, 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 where no. Where they're no. just sad about things. No, no, no. You want to go for the hard stuff. Stop watching Faces of Death videos <laughs> online. I don't care that most of that footage is faked. It's still gross. Yeah, right? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, the, uh, most of the merry men are taken, uh, taken hostage and let out. Nah. And they're brought back to the Nottingham's castle where he's going to hang them all as a wedding gift to Maid Marion. Yep. And the only reason... Well, she- his, his wedding gift is actually like blackmail because he's like... I have all of your villagers from your castle, and right. I have all your children. I'll give you their lives as a wedding gift, but you have to agree to marry me. And right. watch all of Robin Hood's men get hanged. Get right. hanged, yeah. yeah. And she's like, well, I guess. Except she doesn't. She says, I'm gonna run through these hallways. Bye. Yeah, except he's like, oh, but it's my castle. So technically she said yes. Yeah, but right. she does at one point say, I have no choice. Yeah. I, I will... think that's like during the ceremony or something. No, it's no, before no, it's that. Right. It's it? before she goes crying through the halls. Yeah. She just says, I have no choice. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, like, her crying through the walls isn't her running away so much as it is, like, she's just very sad and going to, like, her room. Yeah. I couldn't uh, pay attention because Alan Rickman was on screen and I kept wondering what he's going to do next. Yeah. It's eat that piece of scenery that's next to him. Did the we... one that, like, slowly in the last shot it didn't have mustard, but then in this shot it did have mustard. We fucking skipped the scene that he enters flagellating himself oh, and then oh my yeah, god yeah. then he whips like all of the statues in there out of frustration and then he picks up his dinner knife and starts stabbing his steak yeah no no it's a pig like pork- yeah. it's like a yes. tiny little yeah. pig it's so yeah. good yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he well, also scene because Guy of Gisborne uh in the big like montage Guy of Gisborne lost a bunch of gold that's and right. He's so mad that he runs Guy of Gisborne through with a sword and then flagellates himself. Yeah, that's yep. right. Also, the at some point the Merry Men uh, beat up Friar Tuck and stole all his Yeah, moves. and they stole Friar Tuck. Yeah, yeah, and now and then he just decided to join up, but not before putting up quite a fight. Yeah, he Correct. goes, he goes for it. He bites some ankles. It's good stuff. But then they're like, "We'll let you drink," and he's like, "Sold." Yeah, <laughs> and he's played. I by, owe you a life debt. And he's played, <laughs> so right. life debt. So many. And he's played by Michael McShane from the old British version of Whose Line Is It Anyways yeah, with Clive Anderson. Yeah, sure. And also still Greg Proops, Ryan Stiles, and Colin Mockery. I <laughs> missed... Like, that show is much better than the Drew Carey show. Nothing against Drew Carey as a person, but the version in England with Clive Anderson is great because it's clear Greg Proops and Clive Anderson hate each other. Yes! <laughs> they are constantly being bitchy at one another, and it's fucking rad. Well, and also, like, Cly- like Clive Anderson never came off as, like, snide... And like smarmy and sarcastic, yeah. he was just always like he would just be like that was great and no points and move on and that was it. It but was like, like he was it was like he was hosting a news show for yeah. him, you know, like it was, it was he, like very dry. Very he was the straight fast. man to all the people, yeah. but Drew Carey always had to horn in on everybody's jokes. Well, Drew Carey eventually started putting himself in like some of the scenes in sketches. Yeah, yeah. he Drew always Carey put him, he put himself in at the hoedown at the end. Yeah. the winner would get to sit out. Yeah. And then, like, give them the game, and then Drew Carey would have to perform it with them. Right, yeah. 
Then he had that TV show, the green, the Drew Carey green screen challenge or whatever, where they did basically whose line is it anyways improv sketches, but in front of green screens, and then they would just digitally insert fucking crazy background stuff. Yeah. I have no memory of yeah. that. <laughs> it's a thing. That's ins. I remember, uh, like, we're glad you're here, the improv show, where, like, they would do a scene... And they'd have, like, Jason Alexander would come in with no right. concept of what had been said before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they'd be like, thank goodness you're here. You need to blibbly blop the bloopity blue. It was kind of like that, but everything was in front of a green screen. Nice. So there's just no enjoyment for anyone nope. to have. None. Not like fun it. to make, not fun to watch. Nope. Cool. I remember, God bless you, America. <laughs> I remember one time on a paper, we had, like, a, like a cable mix-up, and we got pay-per-view for free. Nice. Uh, but instead of sitting around, like, watching porn like a normal person, uh, I somehow stumbled upon, like, the uh, Drew Carey, like, uh, 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 Whose Lines It Anyways, like, like unrated tour. Oh, nice. So it's basically, yeah. like, the full, like, so when they do Whose Lines It Anyways, it's like they perform for, like, an hour, and they cut it down to 22 minutes. Right. Uh, but this was like just a full, straight, uninterrupted hour, and I was like, "Oh man, now I know why you cut it down to 22 minutes." Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of dead silence. I mean, here's the thing: in the early 2000s, I did see uh, Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery do improv live, and Ooh. it was pretty rough. Sure, it's improv. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, that's all improv, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, Robin Hood gets the rest of his goons together and he's like, we're going to go save the day. Uh, yeah. and we'll well, then Christian Slater shows up and he's like, Robin, Robin, Robin. You're I probably brought, wondering why I've been so mad at you this whole movie. I brought Phil Donahue here to explain. Well, he, We're brothers! <laughs> We've always been brothers all along! And that makes me so mad at you! And the thing is, is because the reason he got to go is because he basically conned the sheriff of Nottingham right. into letting him go because he was being held hostage. And so the sheriff thinks that Will Scarlet is like a double agent or something. Right. But he's like, his whole thing is that after Robin's mother died, Robin's father had sex with another woman who was just it's like... just out of wedlock. Yeah, his like yeah. girlfriend. Just, yeah, he's just a bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's a real Jon Snow. And then... He's a real Ramsey Bolton. Anymore? He's a real sex machine. <laughs> Weird. He's, a, he's real... a real nowhere man. He's a real American hero. He is a real American. <laughs> Fight for the rights of every man. Written and sung by Rick Derringer of rock and roll Hoochie Coo fame. Nice. Rock and roll Hoochie Coo. Ah, ah, ah. Hoochie Coo. <laughs> Lord and mama like I do. God, we, we owe ASCAP so much money Nah, none of these songs are actually identifiable. That's true. They're all in the public domain. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And now for and my 30-minute fog hat medley. <laughs> I'm a fool from the city. Fool from the city. Slow Mark. ride. Mark, yep. you can't have a hat made of fog. It'll just float away. <laughs> so true. 
Or it'll condense on your head. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll chase it down when I drive my Bachman Turner Overdrive. Woo! You can't do that into overdrive. You'll void the warranty. <laughs> Don't worry, because I'll just jump into my other automobile, which is an Ario Speedwagon. Those are notoriously unsafe. They're just a wagon with motors. Also, yeah. the wood paneling has not aged well. Yeah, but that's, thing, that's what allows it, that <laughs> that's what allows it to float. That's what allows it to float so I can ride it down sticks. Oh, no. <laughs> you never ford the river. You always pay the ferry. John, I think I know a little bit something about Journey. Uh, I am a foreigner after all. I've been to Asia, Kansas, Boston. Don't forget Chicago. I live in Chicago. Formerly Chicago Transit Authority until someone got mad. Chicago. Yeah, what? Wait a minute. They should have left them the name. Uh, what it was is people kept coming to like a brown line stop expecting to see a band and getting real angry at the oh, yeah. person at the booth. They just got mad that there wasn't a bunch of shitty guys masturbating with their guitars and shooting a bunch of horns off. <laughs> I mean, all Does I'm anybody saying- know what time it is? Look, I'm just saying, if I have certain expectations and they're not met, I'm bound to be disappointed. Look, for every Saturday in the park that's like a good normal song, there's like another song where it's just that guy playing guitar for 40 fucking minutes. Like it's a Grateful Dead album. Fuck those guys. Yeah. And fuck them for when the the, the cool singer died and Peter Cetera took over. And then they were just like, guess what? I'm smoothing it all out and it's just inspiration from here on out. Nice. Guys, our podcast is very accessible. Yeah, soups. We also stay right on track. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, fucking Jabberjaw. What's yeah. that? Yeah, that shark. <laughs> I don't know, but he's a rocking band shark. He, he plays, plays the drums. drums. Yeah, and does vocals. He's the Phil Collins of sharks. He was a real <laughs> Ringo star of sharks. Of sharks. True. Uh, so, uh, Robin Hood and his men, like, they build, like, a little, uh, Doc Brown not-to-scale model of the, yeah. of the Out of castle. Rocks. Yeah, yeah. And logs. And they, they, they decide on their plan, like, you's and me's would make up what we're gonna do with paintball. Yeah, exactly. So they, uh, they run off to the castle and they start getting set up. Um, their plan is... Poses yeah. himself down in hot steam and horse poop. Yeah. Their plan seems to largely consist of uh, just barrels of dynamite. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is the scene where he... Yeah, we're... Concocting a bunch of dynamite because this movie was made in 1991 and if something doesn't explode, it just doesn't count. And it seems that he's able to create gunpowder out of just the soil. Yeah. I don't know where the hell he's getting the sulfur and the saltpeter he's and got all that like, stuff. He's got like a mortar and pestle that he's like yeah. grinding them together Guys, with. It's all made out of bat guano. He killed a bunch of bats. Oh. Azim went out into the caves and he punched the shit out of some bats. Oh. Then, when his ancestor, thousands of years later, Lucius Fox, meets oh. the Batman, he's like, oh no, it's written in the Fox family history this yeah. would have happened. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. So they go in and they start piling up all their gunpowder in different strategic Yeah, Friar Tuck's just like, it's just booze. It's got a real kick to it. Yeah. <laughs> he says to a guy who's not going to get the joke. <laughs> oh, he'll get it. Like, all his material is wasted. He's going to yeah. get that joke later. So he leaves a barrel over by the by the pillories, over by the stocks, uh, and everyone starts getting into place. Uh, uh, we talk about the lady who... 
fucking roped the yeah, swords over the wall. Fanny, she's on the I walked wall, away to get beers, uh, so and, I don't remember. We covered it like so well, up. you didn't have to say anything. That scares me, because it makes me think you guys went on like a five-minute tantrum about Max Hedrum or something. No. <laughs> Although that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Also, He's very, v- 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 very talented. 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 Guys, let's interrupt a broadcast somewhere. Let's do it with, with a just Max this podcast. That'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, slap right? a mini soda in when somebody was uh, trying to watch This Is Us. Breaking news. Somehow, terrestrial broadcast television still viewable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the news, wouldn't it? Uh, so yeah, they all get all, all set up for this big attack. But then... Do you know Max Headroom actually came from like a 90-minute made-for-TV yeah, movie? It's yeah. like an English thing. It's very weird. It's all about like a techno-dystopia. Yeah, yeah man. Then they made yeah. a full TV show about it. But yeah. the TV show is basically just space ghosts. He's just interviewing people. Yeah. No. Except those were commercials. cyberpunk. Yeah, no, no. The thing you're talking about, yeah? that was the old show on in Britain where he just... Inter- it was like an interview show where he interviewed people, like yeah. bands and stuff. Then they made that movie. Oh, it was very popular. First, okay. And then that movie turned into a TV show that ran for like two seasons. Uh, but and he right. sold Coca-Cola sometimes. If yes. I recall correctly, though, Max Headroom at the time of the infamous Max Headroom incident, like that, he was not famous here. Like the person Correct. that did that. He was just the guy. He was just a weird... Like, he was uh, on MTV at that time? Or it was just, like, like British British MTV. Yeah. Like just just British like whatever, MTV, whatever their yeah. their version of it is, top of the pops or whatever. Which I mean, <laughs> you got so mad at top of the pops. Fuck that show. Not that this. Show. They a lot of times they don't let music. Just like Soul Train, they wouldn't let musicians play their instruments. Yeah, that's because the uh, the technology that would have gone into live capturing that for broadcast would have been insane. The Beatles did it on Ed Sullivan. We're not all the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. All right. The you're, Doors did it on Ed Sullivan. You're not the Doors on Ed Sullivan. You're fucking the Sparks on top of the pops. All right. All and right. you're gonna get pre-recorded. I'm not the Doors. On Ed Sullivan, John, I'm gonna drink the rest of this fucking six pack, and I'll show you the doors on the fucking Ed Sullivan show. Don't challenge him; he can do it. I've seen it before. Oh, guys, suddenly we're in the desert. This Mr. is oh, The mop still hasn't dried out from the last time you made all that drool. Oh, close your lips. Guys, do you remember when fucking Scott Stapp sat in for the doors? I refuse to remember anything about Scott Stapp. <laughs> Good. The the That's closest a wise choice. The closest we'll they it. came was when they had Ian Asterbury of the cult join in, and they did like one tour, and they were called the Doors of the New Millennium oh, or the Doors Two Thousand, because like one guy that was in the door, I think it was John Densmore, was like, "You can't call yourself the fucking Doors. <laughs> I'm not in the band anymore, and Jim Morrison's dead. <laughs> Fuck you, Robbie Krieger." Right. <laughs> It's like you got the guy singing Firewoman from the cult up there. This is horseshit. (laughs) I Uh, mean, the Doors were never a good band. No, they never, ever were. No. Ever, ever, ever. Correct. They just happened to coincide with the rise of LSD. I think they happened to coincide with one guy's decent-sized dick in really tight pants. Sure. And great stage banter like... Oh, there's a fucking blazing horoscopes. I don't. I think it's a bunch of right. bullshit. I just want to get my kicks before the whole shitstorm goes down, and then gets arrested for obscenity for saying the s word. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> he was the Lenny Bruce of rock and roll guys. Yeah, overrated by white people everywhere. Correct. You're right. Correct. You're very right. Oh. 
Could Poor you imagine? Oh god, but wouldn't it be great if there was like footage of a Doors concert where Jim Morrison was just reading hit the fucking court transcripts from those <laughs> things? But like singing them like over like oh. this is the end. The judge told me I was in contempt. <laughs> <laughs> My friend. Uh, fuck that guy. Uh, okay, so the final assault on Nottingham's castle doesn't... Uh, it, it takes off. Uh, Will Scarlet gets... Uh, they're they're going to try and hang him, but there's no more ropes. And so they tie him down, and they're going to execute him. Oh, no, on the explosive barrel. Right. And that was the barrel that they were going to use to kind of set off the whole yeah, attack. Yeah, that was their opening ceremonies that barrel. That was their linchpin barrel. Yeah. Their David Lynch. Their yeah. David Lynchpin barrel. Oh, David Lynch is doing a master class, guys. I fucking need to see it. All you need to make a movie is 70 note cards. 70 ideas on 70 note cards. That's terrifying. And then you've got your feature. That's crazy. And but then I started think I started thinking back to Blue Velvet and I was like, yeah, oh that yeah, tracks. that tracks real hard. Very <laughs> much so. Yes, I defy anyone to find a David Lynch script that wasn't co-written by Mark Frost. You can't do it because they don't exist. <laughs> he just says, "All right, uh, Nick, I need you to yell really loud." Sure. Anything in particular you want me to yell? No, just whatever's in your wild heart. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how he made Inland Empire. Nice. He had to cut out all the Nick Cage stuff. It was unusable. Oh, just like Terrence Malick cut like Adrian Brody out of Thin Red Line. (laughs) Correct. And also half the cast of the Thin Red Line. Damn. (laughs) Cup break. I mean. Uh, it, to be fair, they should have known something was up. They were making the thin red line. <laughs> sure, though they should have known something was up because when they signed on to make the movie, it was the thick red line. <laughs> <laughs> it was this the red line has too many people in it. This red line's a little too hefty. <laughs> Erase some of that red line. Uh, so... So anyways, uh, the, the whole thing goes down. Robin Hood starts shooting ropes to stop people from hanging. and it's uh, a, Little John fucking... The, knocks the gallows over with his shoulder yeah, the like pillars, the pillars mess with the bull and they get the horn. <laughs> right. <laughs> he pulls like a fucking, like, was it, Mongo from Blazing Saddles. Yeah. He just <laughs> knocks it the fuck down. Uh, meanwhile, the, the, the Sheriff of Nottingham is not having this. So he brings... Uh, Maid Marian, once he sees Robin is still alive, he brings Maid Marian down to the witch basement so they can get married. Right. Yeah, because he needs to get royal blood so that when he kills the king, he will be the next in line. Right, he needs to marry into the into the royal, royal family. Because yeah. yeah. she is Richard the Lionheart's cousin. Cousin. Right. Yeah. Um, so they start getting married. They get the priest in there and they're like doing their ceremony and whatever. And the priest is all like, Mowage. Because he just came back <laughs> yeah. from the dentist. True yeah. facts. True facts. Um, and... And they lock the doors and lock uh, Azim and Robin Hood out, so they have to catapult over one of the walls. Well, first they try using one of, uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham's, uh... Statues of Statues. And, uh, and, like, it's a full-size human stone yeah. statue. And these two guys are holding it like it's a shitty Ikea sofa. <laughs> yep. The head breaks off, and they're like, well, we can't use it as a battering ram anymore. Yeah, so they just toss it down. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to find another way. You stay here, Morgan Freeman, and guard the door, I, I guess? guess. I don't yeah. know. Well, Morgan Freeman picks up the broken head, and he's just going to try to, like, small ball it. Yeah, but and then, like... He's tra- working the hinges. And they're trying The sad to get- thing is, they're, they're pushing, and it's a pull door. Yeah, no, that's... If they could read. They just have to twist the handle, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they you the it gets to a point where you feel like... 
I can't try to pull it because if it works, I'll feel like an asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Like I've already sunk so much energy into yeah. pushing it. It's like when you try to pull on a revolving door and you can't get in. Yeah, and you're just like, fuck it, and you just go somewhere else. Yeah. No, here's the thing. If you pull on a revolving door, eventually you'll just get in the building. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, but real awkwardly. Yeah, so, but shit, here's I the thing. Do this somewhere. But then it's to my back, and I can't see the entrance, oh, so I just I keep going. Yeah, just, I, just one time, uh, me and a coworker were coming back from lunch through a revolving door, and she accidentally got in the same little compartment as I. Oh ah! yeah, and it was that could not end quickly enough. Ah! Can I, can we I, were both horrified. Ah, well, let me tell you. Again. <laughs> when I, we didn't make eye contact for a solid two weeks. When I was in high school, that was my, like, edgy joke that I did to people. Ah, oh, God, you're a monster. You I would, like, hang out. Like, we'd, like, hang out at the mall. And, like, we're, like you'd wait for a revolving door to, like, hang out. And then when a random person would get in the revolving door, you'd jump in with ah. them. And then just, like, walk with them around the oh. thing. And then they would get off and get in. And then you would just keep walking around in circles. God. <laughs> I was a bad person. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst thing you've ever told me about yeah. yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. And then when I was done, I would get back in my car and my stereo would just pick right back up playing whatever fucking Limp Biscuit or Corn Song yeah. was going on. <laughs> well, at least everybody knew what a fucking winner you were. <laughs> I was a fucking winner. I gave myself my own chin strap beard because Fred Durst had one. Nice. Right? And you were going to follow the man that wrote a song about the hot dog water. Yeah. yeah. Well, the chocolate starfish, too. Let's not forget. <laughs> I have to assume that you you went chin strap beard for the nookie. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'm yeah. I'm sure there was tons of it. I mean, Patrick, I came into this world as a reject. <laughs> Look into these eyes. <laughs> then you'll see the size of the flames. Uh. Uh, yeah, no, uh, for sure. I was sadly that much into Limp Biscuit that I gave myself a chin strap beard. I wore a backwards red hat, a white t-shirt, khaki, <laughs> khaki shorts. Nice. Jorts. Yeah, and, no, no, jorts are made out of jean material. These right. are shorts. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I would walk around with my hand just always on my nutsack. Nice. Of course. And other hand, swinging. Swinging, baby. <laughs> Keep it wild. And a lot of times, I don't know where I would just go, let me see them lighters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and because of that, I ended up listening to Stained, which is even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Stained mm. is what you listen to when you ran out of Puddle of Mud. <laughs> right. Puddle of Mud. Is after that, Puddle of Mud is when you listen to when you ran out of Nickelback. <laughs> and Nickelback is what you listen to when you ran out of Creed. Creed is what you listen to when you ran out of Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is what you listen to when you ran out of Alice in Chains, which is what you listen to when you ran out of Soundgarden, which is when you ran listen to when you ran out of Nirvana, which is when you ran out of uh, real music. So now, let's get back. Uh, now that I've just shit over grunge in general, which... Ooh, I mean, it sucked mostly. It, yeah, tough break grunge. I mean, yeah, the Foo Fighters were all right, but they kind of made not grunge though. They, yeah, they kind of pivoted to like more of like a pop punk kind yeah, of. They're sound. More like yeah, they're more just what we what we now call alternative. Right. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, if grunge was that good, it would still exist. Ooh. Every single real musical art form that has ever been like created since then still exists in some form. Disco may have died in 1980 after after Disco but Demolition Night. Are still fresh, but there's still disco songs. Funk still exists. Jazz, blues, R&B, hip hop, rap, new wave, all of it still exists. But nobody plays grunge anymore. I don't know. And it's if- all rock and roll to me. I mean, next phase, new wave, dance craze anyways. I get you, man. I get you. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Uh, So anyways, now that I've made my much larger angry point about how grunge is inconsequential, uh, and I don't care, 
please at me. We're desperate for contact. Uh, let's move on. So this is the big fight. Robin Hood uh, swings into the plate glass window, and it's now time for the big fight between Kevin Costner and Alan Rickman. Which is a lot less of a fight than it is the destruction of a great deal of furniture. Yeah, yeah. the whole room has a destructible environment yeah, turned on. Yeah. All statues, all pews, all chairs, window sashes. And it's all made out of foam. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're literally just throwing beds out of the way with one hand. Just tossing It's like the first Red Faction game where you first had, like, everything in the environment's destructible. And it's like, well, then it all ceases to mean anything. At all. Because everything feels like it's made out of paper and plywood. I just shoot through all the walls and walk through straight lines to the end of the level. Oh, but Red Faction Gorilla, where you can put C4 on the support struts of anything and just watch it explode that shit's a lot and of that's fun. pretty rad it's real good uh so they have a big fight now one thing i give the movie credit for is that it is that they do a lot of close-ups on the actors and it appears that the actors are doing a lot of the fighting themselves oh alan rickman is a hundred percent doing his own fighting yeah. because there's a lot of moments of him panically looking around for what to do next well and then i'm gonna like, say it's this. very in character one thing i will take away from the movie is that they let the actors fight for themselves because <laughs> uh, neither of them are particularly good no, no, they're not. That said, it makes it look like a real fight. Yeah. Because it's two idiots just heaving hunks of metal at each yeah. other. So, uh, fucking meanwhile, uh, on the other side of the door, a witch attacks Morgan Freeman. He confusedly stabs it with a spear. Well, she, no, stabs, she stabs him, him with a spear. in the thigh and then goes, oh no, the painted man. And then he goes, and he's like, oh no, the, the witch. <laughs> Which is crazy because she's been talking about the painted man all movie. He's never mentioned the witch. Right. But he's been having night terrors about the witch this whole time. Yeah. Uh, then so he holds a spear and she like runs into it and then like vanishes and then she runs away because she shows spear. up later in a place yeah. she couldn't possibly have been right she's yes. gonna end like as soon as the uh, Costner Rickman fight ends she gets up out of nowhere because she at no point like was she in that room like spear still inside her right and that door was locked which we assume is the only way into the room but she's somehow in there and she charges at uh, at I Kevin Costner it. yeah only to get a scimitar yeah only for Azim to kick the door down. Yeah. And throw a scimitar and just take her the fuck out. It's a great sword throw. Also, while all this is going on, uh, Friar Tuck goes to the preacher, like the priest (laughs) of the town. He's like, brother, you fucking ruined everything. And he's like, like, you're not going to kill another man of the cloth. And he's like, yeah, you're right. In fact, I'm going to help you pack. You're going to need some gold. Here's some gold, and here's some gold, and here's some gold. You'll need it for your trip to hell. And then throws him out of the window. It's awesome. Good death. And then he splashes to the ground with all his coins going all over and the place. And a bunch Which of poor get... people come out to and steal the money. The it's got to spread the rumor later that day that, yo, did you know that priests are made out of gold <laughs> coins? Yeah. And then just priests are getting thrown out of windows left and right. Hey, it's it's that question followed by Protestant Reformation. (laughs) That is also, that gets written down in history books. And years later at the advent of video games. That's true. They find, wait a minute. What if the coins you earn are inside the baddies? Yeah, let's do it. You know, it was originally going to be fruit, but uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was like, nah, people might think that fruit hurts you. So make it... (laughs) 
Make it coins! Because nice. that's something everyone is going to want. Yeah. If I killed somebody and then there were grapes, I wouldn't trust it. Right? I'd be like, ooh. But no. if I kill somebody and there's some cold hard cash, like cold right? hard cash is cold hard cash. I love the idea of a guy being like, fruit? Oh no! Yeah. Ooh, little Johnny, don't eat that strawberry. It could be deadly. We don't know. Those are bad for Pac-Man. <laughs> No, the cherries and fruit are good for Pac-Man. The pretzel, if you get far enough to get it, is worth a lot of points. Oh, I bet. That's true. Also, us pretzel fruit now? (laughs) Yes. Fuck yeah. In the Pac-Man canon? Yeah, it's in the new, like, FDA wheel. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's got a little pie chart of what you're supposed to eat. Also, I just realized that Mario is kind of a mercenary who kills for money. Oh, uh, you, yeah. you, oh, here's the other thing. How is he going to afford to be with a princess? He's just a plumber. He's well, building a dowry. He's just a down-home girl. Yeah. Think about this. Mario and Luigi, like, they show up in Koopaland and, like, yeah, they're they're pressed into combat against an anthropomorphic dragon god. They're in the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, whatever. Anyways, they're pressed into combat against this, like, fucking dinosaur monster. Yeah. They volunteer to rescue the missing monarch. Sure. Because they just believe in the power structure so inherently. Yeah. But you know what? Do you know how much a missing persons investigations costs? Do you think Mario's parents are just like still sitting at home to this day being like, where's our sons? Our sons are gone. <laughs> so here's the thing. There's actually three Marios. No. Yes. No. Yes. There's the Brian Bullard Mario from Killing Joke. There's Shut the, up, there's this the fucking Scott Snyder Mario. Is that the Mario where his face where got he's ripped the off? Yeah. yeah. And then there's the Jerry Robinson Mario from the 1940s. The one with that where he puts the makeup over his mustache. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. You could No, that's the Caesar Romero who is out of context Mario. Non-canon. Non-canonical. Non-canonical. Exactly. He's in fucking uh like Donkey Kong Jr learns math or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, Robin Hood is, saves the day, and he saves May Marion, and they, uh... Yeah, he stabs Alan Rickman, and Alan Rickman dies for days. Now yeah. it's time for an awesome destination DIY forest wedding. It is such a fucking bullshit hippie wedding, you can smell the patchouli from here. Yeah, it's on the doves. The doves, like, take off and start coughing. It's the dove, and she's got a fucking crown of flowers. Yeah, and, Fuck like, you. Fruits and like, the only thing that's missing is somebody playing, like, a Richie Haven song. Uh, so yeah they've got some Enya for the reception ooh nice yeah not bad Uh, a little Orinoco flow Uh, so anyways the ceremonies are are halted for King John? King Richard Richard. the lion he's back yeah Yeah. he's back I'm just back from the crusades and I couldn't help but notice you've got a wedding yeah it's played by Sean Connery doing yeah doing a favor for Costner after uh, getting an Oscar for the Untouchables uh, so yeah, the friar Tuck is like, if anyone has any reason, these two shouldn't be married. He's like, I've got a reason. You're not getting married unless I can give you away. Hello, cousin. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they smoochy smooch. Uh, fucking James Bond does the uh, the touchdown arms. Yeah, he does the touchdown for when they last kiss. And then we get a weird like fish out <laughs> lean in from Friar Tuck. Letting us know that all this smooching is taken away from our top quality drinking time. And then the movie just ends. Yeah, and then it says the end and the Brian Adams song doesn't play. It doesn't play until halfway through the credits are over. Ah. 
Which is a, that's a serious problem. Yeah. That's a problem that can only be remedied by hiring Sean Connery to slap yeah. every person in the production team. I feel like the Brian Adams song should play softly the whole movie on loop. Yeah. Or at the very least, you fade out from the death of, uh, of the Sheriff of Nottingham, you fade up on the wedding, and you just hear it underneath yeah. the wedding. Yeah. Or and you Brian Adams is officiating, like all of a sudden out of nowhere. No, Brian Adams kicks down Friar Tuck. <laughs> yeah. And just. Yeah. No! You treat it like Back to the Future 3 and ZZ Top. <laughs> so the Brian Adams is just the wedding band and they play a period instrument appropriate version of the song. <laughs> nice. While they're getting married. And then one of them one of the Brian Adamses goes, Is there any way we can put our hot rod in this movie? <laughs> and then Robert Zemeckis goes, Are you fucking stupid, ZZ Top? <laughs> and Brian Adams is like, you know it! <laughs> <laughs> Boy, quick side note, look up the origin story of ZZ Top. It is fucking wild. They traveled the country... As the zombies. They were one of several bands that traveled the country of the United States booking gigs under the name The Zombies and then getting there and then just like... The real band The Zombies was an English band who knew nothing of this. Nice. Yeah, it's bananas. Some coked out concert promoter was just like... Hey, the internet doesn't exist yet. I've got an idea. Let's and just start putting together fake zombies, man. It's like Gallagher and Gallagher too. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, for this first part of the episode for yeah, Body Guns of Bear, because it is time for bullet points. Yeah. Bow sound. Bow sound. Sword. 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 Arrow. Bow staff. Oh. Bow staff. You're right. You know what? It's time for arrow points. Ah. And our first arrow point this week is... The arrow bar. Is... The chocolate bar with too much air in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, weird. Uh, is... Uh, uh, Fucking uh, uh, ketchup flavored... It's chips. body count! Shut up, it's body count! I hate Canadian snack food. Body count. <laughs> body counts. Patrick, what do you think the body count of Robin Hood, Men, and uh, Prince of Thieves is? <laughs> men and Thieves. Men and uh, Prince of Thieves. I'm Princess of Tights. A Star Wars story. 25. Ooh, all right, John, what do you think the body count of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is? I'm going to say 26. Oh, that Whoa. jerk, that jerk, you bastard. All Have you right. gotten tired of losing? <laughs> Playing by Price's Right rules, whoever gets the closest without going over wins. 25, 25. John, you're the winner. Hey. The answer was 66. That cannot be right. Guys, they fucking massacre an entire town. Multiple times. That happens in montage, though. Yeah. You still see people get stabbed with swords. I saw a lot or of people get on clubbed. Fire. That's yeah. You can die from being clubbed. Bad. That's how you take prisoners with a mace. <laughs> All right, that's gonna take us to our next arrow point. Best kill. Best kill. John, what do you think the best kill of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is? When they're putting together their big old I'ma blow up a bunch of barrels plan, uh, fucking little John and his wife are sitting on the castle walls and a guard is just like, hey, uh, excuse me, you can't sit here. And little John throws him over the fucking wall. (laughs) He sure does. He sure does. Like, you easily could have talked your way out of that, but he's like, nope, grabbed him by the crotch and threw him over a wall. Yep. Ollie, he's gone now. 
Patrick best kill in Robin Hood, Prince uh, of Thieves. I am going Death of the Witch. Because A, it's a great like end-over-end scimitar throw. And B, it hits her like a fucking linebacker. Like she goes eight feet into the corner of the room. <laughs> just flies away. I think actually when the scimitar hits her, it speeds up. Yeah, yeah hey man. Call that scimitar, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> right? Uh, Mark, best kill. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Robin Hood killing the executioner because that was like the poster moment. Oh, sure. Where like the executioner is about to chop off Will Scarlet's head and then just before he does, he looks up to see Robin Hood in slow motion pick up just a random burning arrow that's there. Put it on this thing, slow motion shoot it, and then we get fiery arrow camera at Executioner, and then you just see him fall backward and it's in his head. Yeah. And now his head's on fire. Yep. It's cool because it burns his brain, too. And there's also a explosion right in yeah. the background. So yeah. That bitch in True. And I will say, uh, honorable mention to the priest king shoved out of a oh, window. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. By Friar Tuck. Oh, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> uh, so that's going to take us to our next arrow point. Unfortunately, because it takes place uh, pre pre Geneva uh, pre Geneva Convention, pre war crimes. Uh, we can't do war crimes. So it's time for best weapon. Best weapon. Patrick, best weapon in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I'm going to go with the two arrows, one feather removed, that you can fire at two different targets at once. Oh, yeah. Multiple targeting is very helpful. Yeah, that's true. John, best weapon? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Kevin Costner's Pale Tuchus. <laughs> Did it slay your heart? Oh, it had to. It <laughs> could do nothing less. Uh, Mark, favorite weapon. I am going to go with uh, Maid Marian's dagger, which is a gift from the Sheriff of Nottingham, which ends up being used to kill the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. for every yeah. season. And then he turn, turn. pulls it out and looks at it and looks at her and looks at it, and he's got like that et tu Marion. He's like, <laughs> he what keeps... did I do to you except for he's try like, to rape you just my, now? You gave away my gift! Yeah, yeah, he looks insulted like, this was for you. Yeah, yeah. And then he falls and dies. Uh, fantastic. All right, well, that's going to take us to our final arrow point. <laughs> Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John, is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves an action movie? Here's the thing. I don't think so, but all I can remember are the action scenes. <laughs> sure. That's how they it's get you. It's very weird. Uh... So... Uh, yes, with a side of no. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> Patrick, is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves an action movie? I'm going to go with yes. Because the like the big set pieces of the movie are the action sequences. And I actually would say that they're relatively well done. Uh, there is just a shitload of talking that I don't care about all over this movie. And when they're not talking about things that they that you don't care about... They are just flagrantly pissing you off about stuff you probably learned in elementary school history. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, Mark, is this an action movie? Uh, I am going to also agree and say that yes, it is. Uh, it's probably closer to, I would say it's an adventure movie, but once they get to England, they don't travel very much. No, That's yeah. kind of a big adventure thing, right. is traveling. They're kind of just in the woods for most of the movie. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's almost like uh, one of those sitcom episodes where you're just stuck in an elevator with somebody. Except in this elevator, everyone's got a bow and arrow and they're trying to shoot people with it. Right. Uh, so yeah, I would say... I mean, say... I would watch that episode of uh, fucking, I don't know, Scrubs, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. JD and the janitor finally fucking go at it. Did you see the janitor's got a new show? He's like the owner of a bar? Oh, good for him. Well, because he had a show called... He was in the middle. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, but that's gone. But it ran for a while. Yeah, but he's got a new show now where, like, he's the owner of a bar. Cool. And he's got to deal with, like, uh, fucking young people. Whoa. Good for Neil Flynn, old Chicago guy. Right. Definitely. So that's going to take us to the very end. Final reviews of Robin Hood, Prince of... Thieves, John. It was so long. <laughs> That's why we started at noon, John. Yeah, and it's five o'clock. True. On the dot, actually. <laughs> Damn. Good call. Yeah, I don't fuck around with the time. Uh, I mean, who knows what time it'll be when people listen to this. I don't fuck around with Morris Day in the time. Oh, why Ooh. would you? Greatest yeah. band of all time. Go Correct. do that, yeah. Uh, Patrick is your name. What? <laughs> <laughs> Final yes. review of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? We could have saved a lot of time and just watched the music video. The, sure. sure. Mark, final review of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, well, it's not a sweet anthropomorphic fox uh, running around doing archery contests, but it's okay. Yeah. That was the one thing they fucking left out of this movie. There's no archery contest. There's actually very little archery. Right. Yeah. There's like one scene where like they showed like the trailer shot where he splits an arrow with another arrow. And then there's like which the he does just in the woods for fun. Yeah, there's yeah just uh, no reason. not for fun to waste an arrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so that you got that sweet, sweet arrow cam. Right. Yeah. When they put the camera and then right they bring on top the arrow cam arrow. back for the flaming arrow at the yeah, end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, it's okay, sure. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. Uh, I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I am still John Rooney Taylor. And we will see you next time. Now, next week we'll have a mini-sode out because we're going to continue talking about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, but there'll be some spoiler stuff. So that's why that we went from mini-sode, regular episode, regular episode to mini-sode. We'll probably fix it or maybe not. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Just listen. Yeah, you idiots. Mini. Uh, unless you're in Quebec. Then no. listen twice. If you're listening to this podcast, you're clearly a very, very distinguished person of refined taste. Correct. You Don't let John Rooney Taylor call you an idiot. Even if you do live in Quebec. I mean, if you were really smart, you'd move out of Quebec. He's but... not wrong. <laughs> but we do Newfoundland want is just clicks. right fucking there. And it's yeah. got great fishing. Yeah. Halifax. And, yeah, and Screech. Oh, yeah. Their homemade moonshine. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you meant the yeah. Diamond Jewel. No, I was about no, to tell no, everybody no. to go move to Vancouver. <laughs> no, no, because Dustin Diamond last time. Dustin heard, Diamond, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he was in Wisconsin and got stabbed and or stabbed somebody, and that was the last I heard from him. Okay. Uh, he's doing those insurance commercials now. With what, Where the, with the general? punches him? No, he's, he's, it's this very, I don't quite Wait, know. sub the general? Yeah, <laughs> I don't quite know what it's for, but he like... Oh, I got a birthday card in the mail. You're old. Oh, it's a bad birthday card. But that reminds me that I should renew my driver's license. And then a fist comes out of the card and punches him in the nose. And he says, oh, I need to check my insurance. And I don't know what they're trying to sell me. I mean, I like that he gets punched. I, li- I just hope this is like a documentary about his real life. <laughs>
Like, people are like, you're old. And then he gets punched by inanimate objects. I like this. No, I like down. this show. Yeah. And that's going to do it. We'll see you next time. Get out of here. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick, the Guardian, Bromley, John, the Upside of Anger, Rooney Taylor, and Mark, Mr. Brooks Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating or review. You can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.